0: Hello, beautiful people. It is officially Combine Week here in Indianapolis. It is Monday, February 28th, 2022. This show starts out. Yeah. Hey, can't take enough for joining us here at YouTube.com forward slash The Pat McAfee Show. I apologize for my voice. I didn't get much sleep last night. Was at the... Vet hospital emergency room with my dog Valerie last night uh, until late in the night. She eventually got admitted for the evening. Uh, they were able to diagnose. They think what was going on. She was sick, sick. Obviously, my dog Valerie has beaten cancer four times. Has surgery. She's the reason behind further brand. The first dog, by the way, that I've ever really you know anybody that has a dog gets it. This is the first dog. Has ever done this? Yesterday, she's a little bit older. She was sick, sick. We took her to the hospital. Uh, we had to wait there for a few hours, obviously, because they, I mean, midnight on a on a Sunday is not the most. Easy time to find a veterinary doctor or surgeon. Uh, They admitted her, they diagnosed it, they think what happened, got rid of her fever, running a bunch of tests today. Potential cancer situation happening right now with the test, we shall see. But I apologize for the way my voice sounds. This show is gonna be quite an escape for me actually. So I'm very thankful to be here, very excited to be here. And I can't thank you all enough for joining us. Massive show today. We got Peter Schrager joining us from the back of a car because he's going to the airport to fly to Indianapolis, joining us in about five minutes. There's a lot going on in the NFL right now. Kyler Murray's agent, Eric Burkhart, just said, hey, listen, I fucking want all the money. <laughs> Basically, in a letter that he posted publicly, he sent to Schefter, sent to Rappaport, sent to everybody, uh, basically saying he is incredibly impressed with what Kyler's been able to do in Arizona, turning around that team that just years ago stunk. And they've only added three more wins each season since Kyler has arrived. The team was an abysmal dump now that Kyler's there. They've made it to the playoffs in a very difficult NFC West, basically, is what this letter said. And if they want to prove that they're committed to Kyler, they will secure him for a long term conversation. lower his salary cap for next season so they can add other people. Now, he still has two years left on his first contract. This is a wild thing to do, but also pretty opportunistic, I guess. People are not happy that are in positions of uh, business and negotiation about Kyler's agent, you know, doing this. this. This could potentially affect some business negotiations in the future for old Eric Burkhart, But if you're Kyler and you think you can get all the money right now, fucking go and get it. now. Mm-hmm. I hope you do. It's interesting though, with the two years left and the, the public shaming almost into it. I don't know if that's the best way to go about doing business, but if you get the job done and you're as talented as Kyler Murray is, maybe that'll be something going forward. You add that along the fact that we still haven't heard the outcome of the, are the coaches getting their bonuses mm-hmm. from making it to the playoffs or whatever mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. So, there's a lot to unfold in arizona a situation that we thought was a rocket ship going straight to lombardy town up there on the moon and then late it unraveled d hop got hurt the whole team looked different jj watt was able to beat something again for the first time ever he came back will that be enough with d hop back in the mix coaches may be pissed allegedly sources kyler not not happy, there's no I mean that's a fucked up situation. Can't wait to talk to Triggs about it. He'll be in the back of a car. Also, his guy McVeigh returning to coaching after allegedly turning down 20 million a year to call Thursday night football Jeez. for Amazon. Jeez. Hey, shout out to McVeigh. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for, for real. Sure. I- hey, I appreciate you a lot, Sean. I appreciate this information coming out too. Like, that's a great piece of information for everybody else, including the Los Angeles Rams. He turned down 20 M's to do 15 games, I think. they're. I'm not 100% sure. I think it's 15 mm-hmm. games. $20 million he turned down to come back and coach and run it back. Obviously, leverage is being used right now with what Amazon was offering for Sean McVay and his agent to get a new contract with the Los Angeles Rams because last year he was paid shit. I think next year he was supposed to be paid shit. It and by shit, I mean he's living good. He's like 25 years old, and I understand that. But in comparison to other coaches and what he's getting paid and the outcome in which they have already reached, I mean, there is – he's going to get broken off as a coach. That's a massive decision. Can't wait to hear why Schrags thinks he did that. In the second hour, Sham Sharania will join. AJ Hawk, myself, and the boys over here. And then in the third hour, we'll have Dana White. I mean, this is yeah. a wild time to be alive. We can't thank you enough for joining us. Dana White today. Vince McMahon on Thursday. Okay. Ooh. What a week. Wow. Pretty good business people in here.
1: Yeah. Pretty good. Trailblazers. Yeah. Trailblazers. You know,
0: pretty good. Uh, pretty good run. Now, the internet assumes everything um, is, that's going on in my life, by the way. I was told on the internet that Aaron Rodgers is coming on this show tomorrow to tell us what his decision is for oh. the future. Hmm. I had no idea that was the case. Nope. No okay. clue. <laughs> no clue. I had no idea it was the case. Internet told me I'm fighting Vince McMahon. Rest of Had no idea that was the case. This is life now, though, I guess. Like, this is what it is. This is what life is now. I guess I just have to get used to this. I used to, you know, I am somebody who, I don't want to say came up through Twitter, but I literally did come up through Mm. Twitter. And now I am at a point on Twitter where it's like, oh, so this is what I used to read about everybody else on. Now there's just shit flying everywhere about me all the time. And it's a wild world, I'm gonna let you know. It's crazy when you're learning about what you're supposed to be doing literally tomorrow. (laughs) And I have no idea this is even happening. Oh, somebody must be speaking for, no, nobody's speaking for me. That can't be the case. So who knows what's going on? All I do know is Vince McMahon, bang! Going to be in the same seat right over here the wow. Black yes. was in a couple weeks ago. And Dana White's on today. It's a very cool moment. It's great to be back. I appreciate you all. Toxic Table, Couch Boys, how we doing? At Ty Schmidt, life good, life great? How yeah. was the
2: weekend? It was oh. pretty good. It was pretty good. You know, it's always nice uh, when the combine rolls around mm-hmm. in Indy because when it is here, there is kind of a palpable buzz. You can see, you know, you got all these insiders who are posting pictures in airports that they're going to be here. It's just, it almost feels like the new NFL season is finally here. Now that the combine's here, you get your eyes on a couple guys that, you know, maybe you're thinking your team will take. So mm. I'm excited. It was a good weekend, but I'm very excited for Combine. Weekend.
0: I'll say this, Ty. It also means shit's going to come because all these people are going to be around Right? Each. Yeah. They're going to mm-hmm. be chit chatting with each other. They're going to be around each other. They're going to be talking to each other. So there's going to be news that's going to happen. There's going to be deals that are made. And especially in the trade heavy conversation world that we're currently living in, that's only going to get expedited around a couple of booze cocktails right down the street. That's right. I mean, every representative in the NFL basically. Well, this year there's a bunch of coaches not coming. Sean McVay said, I'm not going. We got no picks. Why would I what what am I even doing? Can't blame him. I have no picks. That's basically the entire draft that's at that combine there. We're gonna we're gonna sign some undrafted free agents. So I'll go, you know, some D three schools, D two schools to see who doesn't get drafted. But I ain't got no plan going to fuck Indianapolis. I just want a Super Bowl in Los Angeles. Yeah, not okay. a chance. I just renegotiated a deal because Amazon wants to be twenty mm-hmm. million. He's not coming, some other coaches aren't either. That has become something where some coaches have stopped coming to this. I wonder what that's because of. I wonder if it's because they think it's all a sham because a lot of the practices that happen here are just complete bullshit. Guys have to wake up at like 5 a.m., 3 a.m. to do different piss tests and then another test and then run, then do this, then do a bunch of drills that don't matter for football at all, but we're able to get finer details on you. For like the super scouts and the analytic people, I think there's a lot that can be found out. But for like the super football guy, I think they're only here strictly for the interactions that are happening and the meetings Mm -hmm. and the conversations with the players, which are also important but nowadays you can just add extra produce yeah yes, exactly. so i mean it's just kind of i don't combine we love it here in town because it it is awesome yes i yeah. mean indianapolis is a great hosting city anybody that's ever been to indianapolis knows that ian Rappaport's on his way over here this dude is on his way over here boss is here tone Diggs is here shout out to you tone for uh painting yesterday
3: i was painting that's what i was doing too yes. i was packing dumpsters that's what we oh, do yeah. on sundays now we try to just fill time until August or September. Yeah,
0: welcome to a blue collar life, Foxy. Foxy's tweeting. Hey, Foxy's tweeting. What do you do on a Sunday? Uh, get something done. My house
3: is already painted,
0: and
1: then everyone told me to watch NASCAR. I didn't watch it.
0: but uh, NASCAR wow. is doing well. I watched American Underdog. We will talk about that. Oh, yeah. I did too. We'll talk about that. Joining us now, we will definitely talk about that. I did not know what I was signing up for. Yeah. <laughs> Join us now as a man who I know what I'm signing up for. <laughs> this is a good conversation, good information, and a guy who is plugged in, an Emmy-nominated host of Good Morning Football. Ladies and gentlemen, Fox Insider, Peter Schrager. Hey, baby,
4: Shrags! Hey,
0: baby, Shrigs. baby Shrigs, you with uh, Danny Boy Hustle Hard?
5: I'm right here, my friend. I'm in the car. I'm headed to the airport up in Indianapolis. Do you guys know the lay of the land? Do you want me to just give all the secrets about where to go? If you want to see every NFL person this week, because it's your town, but I know where the spots are. <laughs> Should I get them out or not? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Let it eat, Ben. I'm all right, sure all so, of Indianapolis so, like to be down so there.
5: Prime 47 is a spot where everyone's going to be uh, in the corner, back corner. Guy named Bob Lamont is the agent for a lot of these coaches. He hosts a dinner the first few nights, basically invites everyone. Do you know, prime 47 downtown back room, back area. That's where he's gonna be. There's a new spot called Tony's, which oh, I will God, be tonight Tony's. having dinner with a head coach. That's apparently a new oh. spot. Tony's in town. And then there's Duh, a couple Harry and Izzy's, St. Elmo's, the real under one, under the radar one, is one little off the Patron Silveroy's Saint. The patron saint? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs>
0: Kilroys, oh yeah, Kilroys not under the radar, dude. By no. the way, Kilroys is like a top ten grossing bar in America. <laughs> yeah, that's like a true, that's an yeah. actual stat. Wait, because we're a hosting city, you know, and you obviously know Shrags, and we were just talking about this and all the fine establishments you just referenced. Shout out to Indianapolis restaurant tours, yeah. and all the business people here, but the hospitality is real. It's very real. The Indy 500 comes here every year. There's like 400,000 people in this fucking city, and the city is able to contain it and control it. It's because the people, the way it's set up, and everything like that. Kilroy's, though, right on the corner where the convention center is, all the hotels are, mm-hmm. and it has TVs everywhere. They
5: make a lot of money, Shrek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We late, ha- late night spot is Kilroy's. I After bl- hours, Kilroy's. Oh. That's bl- the, and I'll tell you my quickly, one of my favorite stories, Steak and Shake... Is it still there in downtown? Yeah. Steak and Shake still running? No, nah,
0: everybody's going to the um, the Saint Shack now. That's yeah. right. Everybody's going to the Saint Shack the now. Hot, th- right. th- it's hot. Right, it's right across from Kilroy's. Yeah. Everybody's going, brand new. You don't even get yourself a little uh, frozen drinking. That's right. Thing. Okay. Okay. Oh, they okay. got tequila over there. What? what? I haven't been out in a long time. This just what the kids tell me. I'm just telling you, this is what the kids tell me. I can't wait to have you back in Indianapolis. We're excited you're coming. Let's talk about some people that aren't. Let's talk about some people that aren't. Your guy, Sean McVay said, we have no picks. Why in the hell would I go to Indianapolis, especially after the entire world just found out that I turned down 20 million a year to call 15 Thursday night football games? I just won a Super Bowl. My new contract's up. Why would I go to Indianapolis? Is that what McVeigh's thinking or
5: uh, am I reading this wrong and is this a trend for the future? I think it's more that his NFL season ended uh, on Valentine's Day, February 14th, and he got rated. eight coaches were taken from him. So now he has to hire all these new coaches. They're behind the eight ball. And really, this doesn't come from Sean, but there's multiple head coaches in that tweet that are not going to be there. I'm not at liberty to say which one. It's nothing like top secret. I just don't think they would love me advertising, hey, this guy's not going to be there in the fan base. You'll figure out which ones aren't there. But one of them told me off the record that, You know, it becomes a socializing event for a lot of the coaches, and then they get to the drills, and everyone's hungover, and we're watching it, and it's all the same stuff that we can watch. The scouts and the GMs, those guys have to be there. Like, you need to look at these guys apples to apples. There's still great value. The medicals are incredibly important, and trust me, the entire Rams medical staff will be there. The interviews are important, but all of it's on tape. All of it's on film, and in Sean's case, I think he was going to come in for one day, and then he hit me up yesterday, and he's like, "I'm, I'm not coming in it. I've got to get working on actual game plans for next season. And working with these new coaches. Yeah. Doing it in Indy is no different than us doing it here. Everything can be virtual now. So McVay, they, yeah. they do things differently in LA, and he's basically the first coach coming out saying, like, I'm a head coach. I'm not going to the combine. Yeah, and
0: I honestly, that's definitely what McVay's thinking. Yeah, oh, right? yeah. I yeah, put sure. oh, game yeah. plan. Yeah. right around the corner. Oh, corners. man. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's thinking. I mean, you know, he's got a new coach's contract right around the corner, just won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It is a very short offseason because of the Super Bowl. He does have to put together his game yeah, plan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seriously. Football, yeah, yeah the week. You lost yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why would you waste another one looking at the future of the NFL? Yeah. I can't do that. No, but I'm on your side here. And I didn't get invited to the Combine. But everybody that I've talked to that's gone to the Combine is like, it's a miserable situation. Then you talk about every coach that I've talked to at the Combine has basically said, it's fucking worthless. Like, we, we don't see anything. But then the scouts... The GMs, you talk to them about the combine, they're like, oh, it's the greatest thing of all time. We get a chance to really analyze every single thing that we thought we saw on film and on tape. I think that is a trend of the future, Shrakes. And that's why I I don't think McVeigh is going to be the first one. Now, McVay coming back, though, to coaching was interesting because everybody thought maybe, hey, maybe we have the next Madden here. You know, short-lived career, very successful, all in, everybody loves him. Seems good to be a media darling on flying coach with you. Him coming back to coach, I thought he was just saying, I'm coming back to run it back drunk, you know, like drunk words. I thought, I'll yeah. regret this tomorrow. But he re- – he had 20 mil on the table from Amazon. He was flirting with potential retirement and then he still came back. What do you think it was? Because they won or was any of that real? You no,
5: know, everything I say was Sean become taken as gospel. So I have to be uh, careful with it because we do talk a lot. And the $20 million thing did not come from him. And I'm not sure if Amazon formally made any offers. I do know that once Troy Aikman took a deal, you know, roughly $18 million a year from ESPN, Domino started to fall, and Sean was obviously to the target and there was conversations to be had. At the end of the day though speaking right. with him, while he was talking about these possible ideas like isn't that crazy I'm on the back page of the New York Post with a, with a headline saying insanity about the money that I'm being offered for, for football, he was also talking with Liam Cohen, the offensive coordinator at Kentucky and telling him to uproot his life and come and be his offensive coordinator at the Rams and he was recruiting seven other coaches uh. to leave good situations to come so in the back of my mind knowing Sean I was like Is he really going to have Liam Cohen leave Kentucky and leave a million-dollar deal to come to the Rams for him not to be the coach? Is he really going to ask a lot of these men to leave good situations to be coaches? So I was curious. And at the end of the day, I think a lot of it had to do with Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and the fact that he created a market unintentionally for himself. So when you're an NFL head coach, you can't be a free agent. You're under contract, and it's usually you get the extension or whatever suddenly Amazon and maybe Fox and whoever else was was knocking on the door, suddenly there was a market for Sean. That's new. Coaches don't usually have markets where there's multiple suitors where you can go back and say, hey, there's money in hand. You have to match me. So I don't think it was very dramatic with the Rams. I think on Friday when Schefter put that tweet out, I think this was a couple weeks in the the works, and when Amazon came in, it kind of accelerated things. Um, He's going to be paid very handsomely from the L.A. Rams, but he's not going anywhere. He's going to be their coach, and – I think he he enjoyed the thought of being courted, and I think he liked the thought of someday being a head coach. But he wasn't leaving Stafford, Cup, and Donald, not yet.
0: How about him getting $12 million a year to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams? Wow.
5: wow. That's a lot. That seems – hey, Pat, that seems awfully modest if, if you're asking me. Hey, wow. how, about, how about Sean McVay?
0: making 20 million a year for <laughs> the- <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm, joking, I'm joking I'm joking congrats to Sean a, uh, now by yeah. the way if he, needs a, if
5: he needs a second home he can buy one now congrats <laughs> to Sean
0: he deserves it by the way the guy deserves it he's had success he also has a franchise a program that'll go all in around him so I'm happy he's taking advantage of that and whenever he decides to get into TV we will all be very grateful I think as fans you said that coaches don't, can't create a market for themselves normally or a free agency you can't if you just retire right Sean Payton, right? He retires from the New Orleans Saints. Now I'm reading something on Sports Illustrated where allegedly the Miami Dolphins were trying to put together Sean Payton and Tom Brady, two people that had just retired. Is that for an ownership group that they're talking about or is that for playing? And do you know anything about this?
5: I don't. I saw the report too and nothing nothing when it comes to the Dolphins and Stephen Ross and and uh, their quarterback situation ever shocks me. When they had the head coaching vacancy... Wait, I that's from Florio? This is for, hold on, this as is from... Hold on, Shrakes, 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 hold what on. What are you saying? I'm sorry. Shreggs,
0: is this from Florio or for Sports Illustrated? What's it say across the bottom? I can't read the bottom. That says
5: via Florio. Oh, uh, so via Florio. Okay, so Florio has
3: okay. ties, right? <laughs> Florio has ties.
5: Go ahead, I'm sorry. He's pretty this. good, right? And he's got pretty good sources, too. Uh, I think in this situation, you have Stephen Ross and you have Tom Brady. Now, Stephen Ross uh, owns Equinox. He owns... Uh, related properties. He owns uh, a ton of real estate. He's uh, a kingpin in New York City. He's a Michigan man. This is not shocking that he had been, you know, possibly courting Tom Brady. Uh, the Sean Payton thing's new, but when you're down to, all right, we've had nine head coaching hires, and the Dolphins are one of the last ones to hire somebody to end up with Mike McDaniel, which might be the fine decision. I'm not shocked that they would say, let's at least bat around the idea of Sean Payton. Why not? Especially if the Prime job that Sean Payton was looking for, and, and, you know, money-wise with the uh, broadcasting career wasn't wasn't right around the corner. So I'm not shocked by any of this, but I also can't confirm or deny it.
0: Okay, love that. Appreciate your mon- our honesty. Let's talk about Kyler Murray and Eric Burkhart, kind of, you know, publicly shaming the Cardinals almost into giving him a new deal with two years left on his contract. With that being said, I hope Kyler gets all the money in the world. I hope every player gets it. a billion dollars. Okay. This is interesting business, though, to go about doing it this way, I think, in the NFL the way it is. But maybe this will lay a new blueprint on how to get more money if you're a star player. How do you feel like this works out, and what do you think is going on in Arizona?
5: There's so many interesting pieces to this. I love breaking it down with you and your audience. So here's the the first interesting piece. Kyler does this Monday morning as everyone's flying into the Combine. Guess who's speaking Tuesday to the media and can't get out of it? Steve Kime, the general manager of the Cardinals. Oh, so by oh. putting this thing out there on a Monday, you set the agenda for the topics. And it's not just going to be the five beat writers in Arizona and the four local radio hosts. Now it becomes the national story. It might become the national media availability. It's 20 minutes of grilling him on Kyler's contract. It puts, it puts him in a corner. Second part that's interesting with this. Very often when we go through this, and I'm often – a subject of the text it's hey just fyi you know my player is 24 years old is coming off you know two pro bowl seasons and you should mention that on air on good morning football when you're talking about his contract situation Whoa. eric burkhart skips over the schrager skips over the schefter skips over the glazer skips over the Garofolo and the rapaport and goes right there publicly and says my client is 24 years old is a two-time pro bowler and has taken a team from three wins to an 11-win season and the first time they're in the playoffs since before he got there. Uh, It's a public salvo that we have not seen often. The last and final piece that makes this very intriguing and interesting, he's represented by Eric Burkhart. Burkhart's a great agent, one of the top guys, is, is good at what he does. Number one client is Kyler Murray. If Kyler Murray gets paid $40 million deal, that's a major payday for Eric Burkhart. Eric Burkhart's other big client, ironically enough, oh, I don't know, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury. Oh,
1: so shit. I, I don't know shit. where
5: Cliff stands in all of this, and I hopefully we'll see Cliff this wow. week and we'll get some answers. But oh, yeah. you want to talk about, all right, you've oh, got the my owner God. goodwill. You've got the general manager Kime. Burkhart you've got just. Kingsbury, the head coach, represented <laughs> by one agent, you've got Kyler, the quarterback, represented by the same agent. The agent is taking open swings at the ownership group for being frugal or they don't like the way that they're doing like. This is really interesting stuff, and there's a lot of people involved, a lot of personalities involved, and I'm really curious to see how it all goes down. Basically, it's pay him his money or trade him, and someone else will, because I've said this before. Someone will pay Tyler Murray what he's looking for, and if the Cardinals aren't that team, the agent is basically saying, I don't want to drag this out. He's putting some heat on them. Let's let's make a move. Let's do it now. Burkhart just
0: yammed on ownership over there. This has... This has to tie back to the – now, it's alleged. It's alleged. Remember? Mm -hmm. That's right. It's all alleged. We don't know. Everybody has their sources. Everybody has different information. They're hearing different things. The playoff bonus, you know, the playoff check for the coaches, there was allegedly a decision potentially made. I don't know what the outcome of that was. I do not know what the outcome of that was. Heard it was an interesting conversation, though, dialogue. Okay, well, I'll just say what I was told then from my sources. Sources told me that originally the owner was not gonna pay the coaches their playoff checks because they didn't win. Now, I did not know this was the case. All players are guaranteed those playoff checks. I guess the coaches in the contract, it is at the owner's discretion in the contract. Oh, it wow. actually says that. I didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. So allegedly they were not gonna get their playoff checks because of how it all ended and how upset the owner was. And the media was reporting, of course he'd be upset. Would you not be upset? Yeah, we would be upset also if I didn't get the fucking money I was thought yeah. I was getting as well. So if this guy represents Cliff Kingsbury, who Cliff would be the one that would be pissed off about his guys uh, yeah. mm-hmm. not getting their check. Andy represents Kyler. Oh, my. This dude. Hey. Huh? Oh, you don't want to pay? Oh, you don't want to play? Uh, no, it's just like $15,000, $20,000 for each coach. You don't want to pay that because you're bad? Okay, how about this? We want fucking $50 million a year. <laughs> that is wild. That could be what happened. That legitimately could be what happened. I don't know. Oh,
2: uh, Shrek! Come on, Pete. All right, go ahead, Todd. Shregs, what's your plan of attack for this week oh when you come here? Oh, my
0: God! Think about making that decision. Think about making that decision not to play the coaches or pay the coach. Now, I don't know if this happened, but this is all alleged. This is all alleged. This is all anonymous. I don't
5: week. know either, and I'll tell you, Cliff and Bidwell had a meeting, I guess, last week. And Cliff is in good terms with the owner, and they're in good place. And I think everyone wants Kylo. Wow. Um Are they? But <laughs> there is – look, this one – individual one agent controls the head coach and the quarterback. Oh. <laughs> it's interesting. Now as for my plan of attack, it's a great question. I'm doing the morning show on Good Morning Football every day, seven to ten. But I'm also gonna be doing the drills on Thursday, Saturday, okay. Thursday, Friday, okay, Saturday, There we go. I'm, hey, I'm excited. I'm excited. But uh in between I got my spots like I told you. So I'm gonna be doing dinners at some places, but Another spot. I, I like to finish the show at around 10 and I'll meet up with a GM every single day. I've got different ones lined up and I'll just pick their brands. but we go to a place. I'll give it out. I mean, it's no, I'm I, only I, helping local business, right? Okay. Cafe Patichu. Oh, oh, you yeah.
0: Hey, you don't have to help them out. they yeah, got,
5: uh-uh. got seven
0: restaurants in Indianapolis, that company. Awesome. Unbelievable awesome. But I have,
5: I have annual, like this, I missed the combine the last, last year, but I've got annual traditions where I'll meet up with this GM at Padachu and I'll meet up with this GM. And it's not always about the draft. It's about big picture stuff. So it's a great question. It's almost like I'm booking dates. And if the guys want to meet with me, great. I like it because I use it on air. And it's also good for background knowledge. And if not, that's understandable. I'm just a media hack. Why would they want to waste their time with
0: me? I'm excited to get the information that only you can get because mm-hmm. you know it seems like you and Ian Rapport have the same style. Now, Cafe mm-hmm. Patechu. I'm not sure you're able to do that, but you'll be able to. You'll be able to find Rapport at it. Kilroy is probably all. About oh sure. yeah. i oh, us give you some boost. Let's give that's you some out. boost. <laughs> I said some bad stuff about you. Let's give you two shots. See this whole thing. I can't wait for you to get to the city. Thank you for all the love you're giving everybody. By the oh, way, I love
2: it. go ahead, Ty. Yeah, Shrigs. On top of that, though, like you kind of just you mentioned what, like, are there any stories specifically that you're looking to do or not really? Like when you come to this, you say you have these pre-planned things, but is there anything you're kind of like prying for or looking for that we should, you know, be expecting in the coming weeks?
5: Yeah. I think the Rogers thing is fascinating because at some point it's just, you know, you guys obviously talk to him on his side. At some point from the Packers side, it's like, do we really want to do this all over again? Like, can we get it done before free agency? At least if there's going to be a, a certain deal, if we're going to be making a deal, Can we do it at this point? Can we at least have communication? So if there's a market for Rodgers, which of course there is, and multiple teams are going to want to trade three first-round picks uh, for him, I think that would be the market. And I think they would like to have those conversations at the Combine. So I don't think we'll have a decision necessarily from Aaron, but I think the the Packers will know their contingency plans at the Combine through their meetings that they'll have with other teams.
0: All right, safe travels. We'll see you in Indianapolis. Thank you for all the love and
5: information. I just got to the uh, the lovely place we call LaGuardia Airport, Matt, <laughs> oh, yeah. and and hopefully uh, right. we could see each other while I'm there. If you guys want, I'll be on my text. Hit me up. I would love to meet up. Can't wait
0: to see you, pal. Make sure on that plane now, that mask, perfect. I know. Perfect placement. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I'm in. I'm in. All right, be safe. I don't want to be
5: in any of those videos. Ladies and, ladies and
0: gentlemen, be safe.
5: gentlemen.
0: Appreciate that, man. It's going to be hard to talk about anything. The Roger stuff, obviously, everybody's going to be invested <laughs> sure. in it. I get it. Aaron, once again, remember the internet told me that Aaron's coming on here tomorrow. All uh-huh. right. That Which is cool. cool. Hey, would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's me, I actually read that. I was like, oh. all nice, right sweet. Pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah. Pretty pumped up about that. I didn't even, like, uh, send him a text and say, like, hey, is this real or not? I get, it's already booked. Yeah, it's gospel. There you go. I guess it's already booked. Z, so didn't
3: even have it in his calendar.
0: So oh, yeah. oh, Z, he wasn't in your calendar? I don't know what's going on. Uh, me neither. <laughs> yeah, me neither. There's a lot been happening like that this way, but it's good to be in this particular spot because whenever we put a light on things, maybe it's real that wouldn't normally get a light shined on it. That whole coach's bonus thing feels yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, it yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now Kyler's pissed about it because you know. No, I don't
0: think Kyler's. I think Kyler's definitely pissed about it. Like, hey, what the fuck? But also, I think like him and Cliff are pretty tight. And yeah. Cliff and his guy, his quarterback, probably get. I mean, there is a ripple. And by the way, once again, this is all a legend, and this is from weeks and weeks ago, so it might have been resolved. But there was some real shit up brewing from the ownership choosing not to give the coaches their playoff bonus checks. That are at the owner's discretion in a contract, which nobody knew. Everybody just thought it was an automatic thing. And then who knows if that's been settled or not. Remember, we talked to Rappaport and said there was no official sit-down year-end meeting or whatever. It's like, well, because the report was that there was a meeting mm-hmm. between, I think, uh, Cliff, uh, Kime and Bidwell. I mm-hmm. think. Yes. And it ended bad or something right. like that. Then Rappaport put a quote, sweet. Uh, my sources are saying that there's no confirmed meeting has happened or whatever. So then he came on the show because my sources were telling me, no, no, there was, Mm -hmm. there was a potential little ha ha going Mm -hmm. on there. So we asked Rapport, Rapport said, yeah, the official wrap up year end meeting. And I was like, oh, in the details. Oh, Mm -hmm. you're talking about the niche of confirming the story or not confirming it. Oh, okay, so now every single tweet you put out, we have to think like that, Ian, is that what's going on? And Ian had a little banter with us, I think at the time, but who knows if that's been resolved. Feel like probably not if Burke had, if yeah. he's representing the head coach and the player. That's what this all is here. I think. Oh wow, this is wild. Remember last year, Chandler Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Chandler Jones was uh, he was pissed, yeah. and then he just played and dominated. Had five yeah. sacks first yeah. game. I don't remember how else he did. Probably good. If you're a sack guy and you start with five, pretty
3: good. Yeah, I yeah. assume your season's going to be pretty good. Start. Now
0: he didn't catch up. TJ Watt somehow.
3: I think you got hurt. Did he get hurt for a little bit of season, if I remember correctly? I Whatever. They had that
0: yeah. contract dispute happening. Then. Yeah. Went out and paid JJ, brought in AJ, have D-hop. But now Kyler and the... Whoo, it's getting ugly in that beautiful city of Phoenix, it sounds like.
3: I love that Kyler's agent also said, you know, Aaron deserves the 50, which he does. I mean, back-to-back MVPs, he deserves more than 50. But, I mean, if, if Aaron gets 50, it makes it a lot easier to say that, and, you know, Kyler should get 40. For those that... <laughs>
0: for those that... <laughs> For those that don't know what we're referring to about Kyler, this is the letter that was placed out into the internet world this morning from Eric Burkhart, who is his agent. Now, I want to let you know, trying to read this on my phone was difficult. Yeah, Yeah. Let alone me reading it now across the room on a TV over there. You should look at it. It's very fascinating. A lot of pundits on TV have quote tweeted this and said, Oh, she just wants to pay a bunch of fucking money. Mm -hmm. That's basically what this entire thing does. It rolls out at the beginning all of Kyler's and Arizona's hopeful potential future goals. Like, this is what we want to do. We want to win a Super Bowl. Then it hits some of Kyler's accolades in there, what he has accomplished, what the team was like before he got there, and then now since he's been there. And then it wraps up with basically saying, hey, just fucking give us a long-term contract. (laughs) And then Kyler remains hopeful that the organization Chooses to commit so that he can continue leading the Cardinals to further success and value for many years to come. And it is Kyler giving the bout. How are you doing? Keep moving with his logo at the bottom. Yeah.
1: And he's going to get it right. I mean, it's
0: from the desk of Kyler. That's right. <laughs> I honestly, and you could hear how I kind of talk. I want every player to get paid. Sure. Okay. that's how I want it to do. I don't think this is necessarily like in my idea. Okay, this is an interesting way to go about doing business. Now, bad or good, I don't know. If it gets a deal done, I guess it's good business. But this is an interesting way Mm -hmm. to go about doing business, especially in the NFL where the same people are normally in a lot of places. You're going to have to do business with each other. So whatever, Eric is obviously a very successful agent. He said, fuck it, I'll do it. But now knowing that it's potentially a bigger, where all the parties probably understand why he's doing this outside of Mm -hmm. Arizona, it's interesting. And if he gets paid... I mean, it's all well
1: worth it, I guess. Well, and you don't want to be left without a quarterback, especially yeah. after you know the year before they drafted Kyler Murray, they drafted Josh Rosen. Like they know how difficult it is to hit on guys. Wait that until Mac Jones. Right, going oh. into after
0: Kyler gets oh, yeah. however many a year here from this entire thing, one 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 week before training camp, Mac Jones released from the desk of Mac Jones. Oh, if Bill Belichick's. Especially after what he did to Stephon Gilmore and now J.C. Jackson. Yeah. If Bill Belichick wants me to come back, he needs to pay me at least two million more a year than Kyler. That's no bull. Well, sent says tag. he's not coming. Mm-hmm. Great tag I luck. can
1: see it. That's no bull. Well, by the time you know Mac Jones is looking for another contract, next year. he will definitely. He pay should be him. next year. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what everybody's saying. Uh, right after now. Year Second three. Year. If, if he gets it. After yeah, but if his it third, works yeah. after year three. Try It'll after work year. after
0: year two. Yeah, well, especially know. if you had a little bit of success. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not now Matt Jones was just the first young quarterback that came to my mind. Sure. So congrats to you for having that particular guy. Yeah. Joe Burr, though, should say uh, uh, yeah. build me an indoor facility right now. Mm-hmm. And also, I'd like $55 million. <laughs> yeah. I went to the Super Bowl in the AFC because in that uh letter, Eric Burghardt said that for two years straight, Kyler was able to make the Pro Bowl in a NFC heavy quarterback NFC league. Now, everybody knows that almost every quarterback that has ever played in the NFL will make a Pro Bowl. Right. <laughs> because the amount of quarterbacks that make each roster and then the people that don't go and then the replacements. But I don't think – I'm not talking about Kyler getting in on any, you know, um asterisk mm-hmm. He's earned his way in there. Okay, I get it. I understand that. But quarterbacks making a Pro Bowl, it's like, yeah, of course. I mean, I I, I think – I think Neil O'Donnell made it the year he threw 14 picks in the Super Bowl Um, there. Tommy Maddox was in there a couple of times. I mean, he's a superstar, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I'm just – it is interesting that if you have success and you're a guy at that position, I guess if this works, I don't know why everybody else wouldn't be thinking like, Yeah. We should go get our money right fucking now if we want to. That's how other leagues operate, I guess. That's how other businesses would operate too. If you are something that is a necessity to a company that is doing very, 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 very well, and you're looking around and you're seeing every other company that is in your avenue of comparison, and oh, they're getting paid, they're getting paid, they're getting paid, they're getting paid. The way this normally goes is you sign a contract to get paid for this amount of years, and then once that contract's up, okay, you agree to another one. But if this starts happening, I mean, why wouldn't you, if you're a second-year, third-year quarterback into the NFL, say, hey, you want to roll the dice and try to find another me, or you want to pay me right now? And I know that the rookie contract is something everybody's excited for yeah. the quarterback to be on. That's why Kyler even laid out in there, hey, we'll make this salary cap hit less than what it would be next year anyways, and we'll kind of kick this can down the road. Don't you worry. You can <laughs> give us a $300 million deal. Yeah, it'll it'll be, be fine. fine. Don't you worry about it. We'll pay for it later. It's all going to work out. That's what's going to start happening. And no bull. You need to look out for it up
1: there with Bill. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, if Matt gets to that point, that means we're in a great spot. But I mean, Kyler, he has one uh Next gets to what point? To the point where, you know, he's a Pro Bowl or but an actual pro, bowler. See, not, the, pro Bowl. So was the yeah. Yeah, he was. He actually won the that was Pro day. Bowl. He
0: actually won the Pro Bowl. Yeah, thank you. I mean I have seen it enough. I've not given it a go ever, at home or in real life. But to remind you that he did win the goddamn Pro Bowl. Yeah, he gritted his ass all the way through oh, yeah. that entire
1: thing. We were just talking about the asterisks, and that was definitely more of an asterisk Pro Bowl. But I mean, Lamar Jackson—that's who. i don't
0: who... want to have to get into this.
1: But... Asterisk. Asterisk. No. Asterisk. Asterisk. Boom. Okay. Now
2: that- I got risk.
1: Well, that's, asterisk. That's two R's. That's so. I think it's only one
2: that R. I think it That's just the good. Asterisk. It's a good way to remember how to say.
0: It. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That would be smart. Yep. I had this entire situation happening on college game day.
1: I mean, that word's tough. Really? Yeah.
0: I said put an asterisk next to that one, and uh, I believe Reese on the way back was like, well, will definitely think about having to put an asterisk on that." Oh. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Jesus. <laughs> so I brought it back, in, obviously, and obviously, I'm like, <laughs> "Asterisk." <laughs> I didn't know that either. I thought it was big old X there. Yeah, if you would ask me, I'm throwing bang right at the end of that word. It's not, but he's still a fucking Pro Bowler. He's an unbelievable stud, and he's gonna know he's a guy after this year, right? You knew before he even started playing. He yeah, was a guy. we
1: knew years ago that he was a guy, and you know, hopefully, we can get that receiver in two weeks from now in free agency. But like Lamar Jackson has won an MVP. And that's another guy that's like going into, what, his fourth year, fifth year?
0: I think Schefter said on Ari Mirov's uh, My Sports Update uh, Pro Football Focus podcast. Video
1: edition?
3: Huh? Video edition? I saw it as a quote,
0: just a quote.
1: Nice. It might
0: have been, if I would have slid, maybe the video would have been. Sure. uh, I do like that that is just what Instagram has become, by the way. Shitty quality photo, (laughs) original nice video. That's right. It's Very interesting, but Schefter said, I would never step foot on the field again if I'm Lamar Jackson, okay, yeah. until I get a new contract. I believe is what Schefter said on Ari Miro's Pro Football Focus at My Sport Update podcast video edition that we had seen for the first time just last week. That's Lamar right.
3: is going into his fifth season, so they picked up the fifth year option, he's going to get paid 23 million in 2022, and then he's going to be a free agent if they don't give him. Yeah,
0: him. And what if Lamar doesn't? What if Lamar's like, nah, actually, I'm thinking yeah. about just playing this out? 23 million is a lot of fucking millions, dude. And also, and then I could. I'm pretty popular on the internet. I'll probably make some money there if yeah, I have to. Yeah, and I'll be a free agent. And uh, I mean, people are floating 50 m's out there for everybody. everybody. Yeah, every team is thinking 50 m's for whoever. Yeah, Become a new
2: normal. Go back it's, to Miami, maybe. It, go oh, back home. Oh, you know, even,
0: oh uh, not that Tua. Hey, not that Tua doesn't have an opportunity. Maybe right. Tua has a good year next year, and he does this. Yeah, he could. He sends yeah, a fucking email. Uh, I was benched in two minute drills. Too loose. I'm worth more. I want 75 million a year. Right now. Two right a time. now. I ain't playing.
1: Cool. It's two a time. It's time to pay two a time. There's a pretty, you know, good team in Central America who's got a great offensive line, Central and they're great. <laughs> so you
0: are yeah, in going the middle North of America. America. No, that's, <laughs> no, not I think that's still North America. The games
1: in Mexico are getting to me now with the uh, Cardinals, <laughs> but the Colts would be. I mean, if Once they got. Once again, we Lamar. have to remember,
0: Mexico is North America. Yes, yes,
1: it is. We're Central America. What? <laughs> Central
0: America is that other
1: part yeah. right down oh, there. Oh, Panama. Panama. There oh, you go. Okay. okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And then South America's.
1: Exactly, it gets right bigger. Big Central, again. in between the two Americas.
0: Central, very important though. I think that's yeah. where a lot of things come and go. Right? Big canal now, yeah. But I, I don't Everything think just Panama go. though. I think there's, a, I think oh, that yeah. is a very several yeah, Bogota, yeah,
3: yeah, Colombia, that's
2: in Colombia, yeah, what? yeah. yeah. Belize, El, America. America. Yeah. El Salvador, yeah,
3: El Salvador, Guatemala, wow,
0: yeah, um, Belize. By the way, second largest coral reef in the world.
3: Look at that! Wow. wow, save the reef.
0: You guys know it. Won the fucking eighth grade geography bowl with that. Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Might become number one over eventually. I mean, because of the uh, you know, oh, stuff here we that's go. happening. Central America, Australia.
0: Okay. Oh
1: yeah, like the uh,
3: the islands aren't central. America, I never knew they right? connected.
1: No way. Like Cuba,
0: Trinidad, Tobago, enough.
3: <laughs> <laughs> The Dominican is not part of Central America. Oh, no, it says
0: Caribbean. Sorry. It's all Caribbean. I should Sorry, okay. I'll move that in a little bit. All right, we were very confused. <laughs> yeah. That's on us, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, back to what you were saying. You're talking about Indianapolis? Yes, because
1: obviously- Oh, my God,
0: Lamar and Jonathan Taylor in the backfield with that offensive line, yeah. with that defense. Be unfair. Oh, my God. Hey, answer the
1: phone, hardball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a call. You're 100% right. So think about I mean, they would be unbelievable. That's Tennessee, a Super Bowl. By the time he comes around, too, Derrick Henry and Tennessee are probably Bro, he the went the right
0: went to Louisville. Out. It's right down the road. Oh, right yeah. down the road. Right down the
1: road. Doesn't mind the cold. Baltimore's, you know, it's not yeah. much different. It's,
0: we'll be loved in Indy, but Loved. Oh.
1: Loved in, in, in about Indy. of eight Jackson jerseys will be in the crowd. Are you oh. kidding me? People bought Carson Wentz jerseys. Now
0: we're talking...
1: And that guy stinks. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Oh, Listen, oh, he Jesus. doesn't deserve oh, No, he doesn't. Man. He oh, doesn't deserve Talk does. about the
1: MVP of the goddamn league. Send him okay. to
2: Baltimore. He can back up Tyler Huntley. Boom. Oh, exactly.
0: We're talking parades there. Though, yeah. Right? Super Bowls. If I played in this era, it'd be curtains, but
3: that's a fixture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's not my time. You know, it's <laughs> not my
3: time. That was great. Lamar Jackson is a Colt. Man. But if he goes to Miami, too, is a Colt?
0: All right, so we're out on that again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, okay. let's get to a break. Well, good for Tua. Tua's Miami quarterback. He's right. about to have a hell of a season. He Mike is.
1: Daniel. Oh, yeah. He was good. Uh-huh. Waddle. Yeah.
0: I never understood why what was happening to Tua was happening. Because the little bits of Tua I'd watch, I'm like, this fucking guy. This guy's a player. Oh, They're all short passes. It's like. A lot of offenses, if you look, are throwing the ball within three yards of the line of scrimmage. The quarterback is just throwing it back across the field or whatever. Like that is, I think that is something they say about. It. Like, oh, he's a game manager. Well, fuck! I'll tell you who is it. Carson Wentz. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he didn't manage the game at all. No, no. Like that is that is re- that's not a shot at Carson. It is actually. Hey, there is a. Why does anybody just say that? That's how we describe it. Hey, Carson, get better at the managing of the game that's thing. It. Oh, he can do that.
2: That's yeah. his focus. Manage the game somewhere yeah, else. Though. Do that in you know yeah. Pittsburgh or
0: Pittsburgh for sure. That's That's good. Good. Knowledge. Here we go to
3: Springs.
0: Here we go. Oh, we got
3: other plans. Here we go
0: to Springs. Here we go. Man, Lamar
3: Jackson is a
0: cult. <laughs> Baltimore to Indianapolis, obviously there's a little bit of yeah, not exactly oh, sure. love because the Mayflower back there mm-hmm. in
1: '80 whatever. Mm-hmm. Free agency though, team lets him go. He doesn't sign there. Oh, that's one more.
0: Hey, Lamar, hold, hold, hold! hold! come on, Indy, dude, you'll love it. It'll be fun. A all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, Super Bowl champion, college football national champion, COVID survivor, ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hahn. You got a new costume. You're doing a Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs thing? You've been wearing this what every you- day. I don't know if you think uh, I didn't notice or whatnot. Uh, oh, no, you had that wolf thing his first day back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I,
4: I do wear this thing a lot, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a, a costume like you, but it does actually sound like a good idea the more I think about it. Well, wow. I mean, I'm not the originator, obviously
0: Steve Jobs is, but that guy's a bad dad, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, I guess we shouldn't take anything he says seriously. Uh, he changed the world. AJ, hope you had an incredible weekend. Great to see you. Don't know if you watched our conversation with Schrager. This Kyler Murray, um, basically from the desk of Kyler Murray via Eric Burkhart, his agent, that whole story got fast more fascinating this morning when we learned that he represents Cliff Kingsbury as well. And allegedly our sources had told us there was maybe some coaching beef going on with ownership. So Burkhardt comes in and literally yams on the Arizona Cardinals the day before Steve Thomas to talk tomorrow, basically saying, hey, get a long-term deal for Kyler. He's got two years left on his contract, his rookie contract, get a deal done or else. Wild business play. He might get paid. This might set a whole new blueprint for the future. What are your thoughts on it all?
4: It is pretty interesting the fact that, that that agent represents the head coach and the starting quarterback. But I instantly started thinking, all right, did Cliff know this was coming out before he put it out? Well, like, do you think Cliff was okay with it? Cliff, like, all right, hey, man, like, is it Cliff and Kyler versus the, the front office? Is that what we're looking at here? Well, I don't want to say that's what I'm
0: alluding towards, but
4: I think I'm, not, I was, I'm saying it does. I it was. is very interesting when you <laughs> lay it out that way, saying how, oh, wait, they allegedly didn't get these playoff bonuses to the coaches all of this happens i don't know it's gonna be a fun next couple what 10 to 14 days i guess to see how they handle it the nfl is full of so much shit oh,
1: yeah. like this yeah, is just
4: yeah. so much real shit you know i, I
0: started watching secession a little bit Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. i've only seen a couple okay.
3: episodes okay.
0: i try I've, I've gotten into it just all that shit that mm-hmm. just happens it seems like man the nfl is so full so full of shit. Yeah. This story is a massive story. This could change the way future Mac Jones, Joey oh. Burrow, numerous quarterbacks that come in and have early success saying, nah, I ain't waiting for my free you You're going to pay me now. And with the way the salary cap gymnastics can work, they're paying Patrick Mahomes $500 million dollars over the next 10 years and somehow a salary cap hit is less than the punter on the team mm-hmm. there's like very interesting situations happening with the salary cap gymnastics and if you're a young great quarterback i could see how business-wise it makes sense to take advantage of it but this one in arizona just seems so fascinating with all the layers of shit aj
4: well it, the the very last like paragraph was that a threat to the Cardinals that if, hey, if you don't extend me, I'm not going to be here? It kind of, I mean, let's go
0: to it. It's going to be hard to read here from the screen because it was tough to read on my phone. Yeah. Not a good reader, too. Everybody knows that. Not a great reader. Um, uh, I'm not a great reader, so I'm not 100% sure. Here we go. Yeah. How this was the proper way to let this one go. Zoom out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how this was what they decided upon. Yeah. Note section screenshot. Yeah. Much more legible sure. than this thing, but this does look super professional because of the letterhead at the bottom. Uh, it is now simply up to the Cardinals to decide if they prioritize their rapidly improving 24-year-old, already two-time Pro Bowl quarterback who led the organization from two wins before his arrival to 11 wins in their first playoff appearance in five years. Or, rather, if they choose to financially prioritize commitment to other areas and continuing to merely talk about addressing Kyler's long-term future as their QB. Unfortunately, every player, coach, and executive in the NFL knows, parenthesis, or should know, that words and hypothetical contractual promises are regularly dismissed and fleeting in this business. Kyler remains hopeful that the organization chooses. To commit so, I don't understand how I'm reading that, by the way. <laughs> I've read that wrong. Choses. Tyler o. remains hopeful that the organization chooses to commit so that he can. Is that. Am I S- reading that
1: wrong? A spell mistake, right? I Isn't think it's a double O. o. Should be choosing. For choosing. should be chooses.
2: Choos- should be another O in
0: there. I said that last hour. I said it the first time I read it. But once again, I'm a doofus. So I just assume this guy <laughs> that did this entire thing asking for, you know, multiple hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, right. It, maybe I'm reading it wrong. Kyler remains hopeful that the organization chooses to commit so that he can continue leading the co- – I don't think so. I think it's supposed to be chooses. Yeah, 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 for sure. Kyler remains hopeful that the organization chooses to commit so that he can continue – Oh, one O in the end. That's yeah. tough. Oh, my
4: God. That is uh, a message. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough to see, like, it, it makes you – I don't know. It makes you not think it's a it's an error because it looks so professional. And this is like, there's certain areas are bold. There's a letterhead, the picture of Kyler. Like, it makes you think like, wouldn't this you run this by a few people? Well, this is a hundred, couple, not a hundred, probably like three to four hundred million
0: dollar negotiating tactic. You spell a word wrong, can't have. Can't do it. CFO Phil would have spit on this team. Hey, See it would've so quick. All right, th- th- so what th- happens if they don't sign him to a long term deal in the next three months? So he's not playing, right? He's going to baseball, he's picking up a baseball bat. They no. don't have a league.
2: Yeah. Oh, Arizona no. knows he's
0: gone. Well, he's still got face clean. Face clan. still got phase clan if he wants to. I assume he's made enough money at this point. Will continue to make enough money Damn. off the field if he wants to. Damn.
4: I don't know. Is that what he's thinking? I don't know. I don't hey. know what he, what's his plan if he I don't know. He's saying – so he's only unhappy because they have not probably had serious talks about extending him yet. But how many how, – how much – I don't know. Isn't this when they would start right now?
0: I don't know. I, I think they said that they have had talks, but it's all been fugace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah, we yeah. want him for the future. Yeah, we love Kyler. want him for the future. He's in our long-term plans. They just said last week, yes. I think – in the conversation. And Eric Bar- Burkhart, now, one day before, Kime has to answer national media tomorrow at the Combine. He's scheduled to go tomorrow, I think, at 11? I think he's at 11 or noon. I don't, I don't remember the exact time. But now he has to answer questions about this. And Kime's like, fuck it, they're mad at the owners. What if he comes out and says, oh. Kime, by <laughs> the way, bald head, right? He's a yeah, big yeah, bald-headed yeah. dude. He has a good time, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. What if he comes out and he's like, eh, the owner's pissed, I mean... I don't know what you want me. To, I would love to have Kyler around. Love to pay him, but also like there's a whole thing going on with the coaches. That, that... Next question. You know? yeah. what?
4: that would be awesome. <laughs> that would I, be. I would appreciate his authenticity and his being him being so transparent. If that was the case, but I don't think we're going to see that happen.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. But Steve Kime wants Kyler. I would assume the general manager yeah, sure. would like Steve yes. Kime. drafted him. He drafted him. And he's in a position, right? The GM contractually job um, description. Hey, you sign guys, you make the team, or whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, I assume he's not the only one making the decision. I, I just that's assume that's not the way it is. You probably have the owner involved, and the owner's potentially uh-huh. involved with the entire. Yes. Oh, it's awesome. So much shit, dude. So much shit. And that's just the beginning. But how about Bakhtiari? He's converting some of his contract into a signing bonus uh, to open up more space. And everybody's saying they're doing this for Aaron Rodgers. They had to do this anyways. Field Yates is reporting that Packers have converted $11.58 million of left tackle David Bakhtiari's 2022 compensation into a signing bonus, creating significant cap space for this season per source. A busy week. For the Packers cap continues, says Field. So Battiari changes 11.58. This is the most. Aaron Jones did this as well. And Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark, D-Tackle, did this. And everybody's saying this is because of Aaron. This is because of Aaron. Probably a part of the entire thing, but also they were like $40 million over the cap. They had to start doing this salary cap gymnastics if they really wanted to go or just cut everybody. They are still $28 million over the cap is what every website says. Yeah. We don't know if this Bakhtiari, um move is changing that or not but there's still some teams that are way over the cap and gonna have to get to uh, get to work at some point
3: so i clicked on bakhtiari on, on spotrack or whatever it's called and on february twenty sixth they have listed under transactions converted 2 million of 2022 base salary and a 9.5 million roster bonus and deciding bonus uh clearing 9.16 of cap space with green bay so i think they do have it factored into that number. okay I could be wrong though.
0: so 28 million over the cap they still have to make some moves Cowboys still over. Saints were once at 70 over. They're all the yeah. way down to 49 somehow. Good for them.
3: Yeah. Go, Good for them. Michael Thomas, I think, this mm-hmm. weekend.
0: Think about them going in every day, that contract guru. This, uh, oh. Oh, what the fuck? Are we yeah, doing? Hasn't slept yeah. in weeks. They got like conspiracy theory boards. Yeah. <laughs> they got entire, we could do, uh, we could take this money, I guess, and kind of just shove it into here, and then we can move this shell over here. And then we can gotta take from that one and fucking. Also, who is
4: our starting quarterback next year?
0: Yeah.
4: Man. That's the biggest question. Jameis is running though. I was about to say, for the first time
0: since his ACL surgery in October, I believe, Jameis Winston is back on a treadmill. This follows some videos of him looking very normal working out. And when I say that, I mean This is a very normal-looking workout. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is not Jameis Winston's normal workout. No. I've seen other humans do this workout. That's why we're saying this is not a normal Jameis Winston workout. He looks good. He's running. Pro Football Focus didn't have him on uh, the top 15 free agents or whatever. Jameis... I mean, there's a guy who is in a much better quarterback market now than he was a year ago. Yeah. Got one million dollars two years ago. I'm sorry, two years ago gets one million dollars to be the backup Drew Brees. Then he signs a be the quarterback. Him and Taysom Hill are battling. Gets some games. Gets hurt. Still dances in the locker room afterwards. Is beloved by his teammates. There's a guy that could find himself in a great
4: situation.
0: I don't know about the money, but with a team? Because there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks
4: right now. AJ. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. And they're all scrambling because they don't know what they're going to do. And I guess when will the first thing happen? Like as far as quarterbacks, to where a team can solidify a guy. have to wait to the draft. You tell me, dude. <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah. I woke up this morning. I
0: woke up this morning, and the internet told me Aaron's coming on this show tomorrow and make his decision. Oh,
4: awesome! Good job booking him.
0: Well, I didn't. That's all. Awesome. Did you?
4: <laughs> nope.
0: So, so he's not they, coming
4: on. What do well, they say? Who? Who's they? The internet told me he's coming on tomorrow. Oh, cool. Maybe they will entice him to come on then. maybe they'll pressure him to come back oh, on. Okay. Oh, is that what they're doing? Is that what people do on the internet? I, maybe I they
1: try. I think Oh,
4: public pressure. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if that's going to sway Aaron. That may push him the other way. What? <laughs> oh, thanks for thanks for kicking Aaron off our show tomorrow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, thanks, internet. internet.
0: I have not talked to him. Have you? Legitimately, <laughs> no. I have not talked to him. the internet. Came up with he was ready to make his decision though. I guess.
4: Do you know anything on that? I, I know nothing on what Aaron is doing right now. That's a lie, yeah. but cool. Damn it. Cool. It would be nice cool. if we uh-huh. maybe uh-huh. get we check in. Hey, man, where are you at? Send me your location. Yeah. What are yes. you doing? Drop I a pin dude. I'll be there. Yeah. Send me your, uh, your ordinance, right, Pat? Yeah, yeah. No. Co,
0: Co, need two of them, though. One of them will only get you, you know, to so a large area. You need coordinates. Anyways, that was good learning, man. I'm happy you were there for that. You ain't never going to fuck it up again. <laughs> You're <laughs> not right. That, not that you ever would. That was an interesting one. I need your ordinance. Everybody's like, what? send me the fucking ordinance. Okay, I need to get into goddamn thing. The the address won't work. What are ordinance? And then some ammo.
4: You going to send some ammo, some RPGs?
0: Ooh. Well, I don't know if that's ordinance is like a rule that a city makes, too. That is an yeah. ordinance, mm-hmm. I guess. It was they were like, So, somebody had to piece through what I was talking about. Are you talking about coordinates? Bingo. That's how he get <laughs> yeah. Need them. That was how we had to get into that fucking convention yeah, center yeah. in L.A., uh-huh. by the way, because no address would get it. Anyways, let us know where uh, what Aaron's going to do before he does, please. Hey, let's yeah. pivot to the NBA. The NBA is awesome.
4: Mm-hmm. There
0: are so many stories bouncing around. I turned on a game last night. It was the Pelicans traveling to Los Angeles to play the Lakers, and they were down 30. The Lakers were down 30. LeBron was getting booed with the ball in hand in the crypt. He threw turnover, threw the ball just somebody else blocked. Then there's video showing of them launching the ball into the crowd on a full court pass. There's air balls. I think Russ and LeBron both had uh, seven turnovers each. At one point, Russ had 10 points, zero assists. He's point guard. 10 points, zero assists. Seven turnovers. It is all hell-breaking loose in Los Angeles. One big disappointment. That's not the only story. There's a lot going on in the association. To break it all down, insider for the athletic and stadium. ladies and gentlemen, Sham
6: Yo, Pat, you kept saying ordinance. I thought you were talking about the vaccine mandates or something. Okay, let's dive
0: right into it because that is a part of this entire NBA thing as well. The ordinance in New York will allow spectators into the arena who are not vaccinated, but the private sector ruling that New York City has on its companies, employees are not allowed to be unvaccinated anywhere. Is that an accurate assessment of what's going on? This sounds like a massive hypocrisy happening with the biggest star on the team that is going to go on a run if this ordinance can get figured out.
6: Yeah, you're 100% right, Pat. And that's why the Nets and there are a lot of people around the league that, you know, at the end of the year, you're going to be up in arms because this just seems a little unfair, right? Because on one end, you're saying that, you know, Kyrie Irving can come to Barclays Center as a spectator after March 7th because the key to NYC mandate is lifted. But there is also a private sector mandate that says that because he's an employee of a private business in the nets, he's he's under the same types of uh, vaccine mandates that the other employees in New York City that are working in those private businesses are under. So it, it's, it's – I mean there's not much more you can say about it. I mean so it's a rule. E- even Eric Adams so... has gone on record saying that it doesn't make much sense because, again, visiting players can come into New York City – unvaccinated and play but Kyrie Irving has not been able to all year and now the main mandate in New York City for vaccination has been the key to NYC and that's for all indoor gyms dining centers indoor entertainments that's being lifted but there's still this private sector mandate that's preventing Kyrie Irving from playing in in Barclays Center and I don't know I don't know if it'll get lifted I, I do think that there is it seems inevitable that it will be lifted at some point before oh, the yeah. playoffs start. The playoffs oh. start April 16, April 17. There's kind of a sense around the league that eventually that will get lifted by then. But it won't be, uh, as of right now, it won't be when the March 7th uh, Key to NYC mandate is lifted.
0: Well, I'm happy they care for, you know, mm-hmm. about everybody. That's yeah. what all these mandates are for, right? Yeah, it's yeah. huge. It's absolutely to save everybody's life. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're actually saving Kyrie's life because if he was to shoot a basketball not vaccinated in New York much much harder to do than get blacked out drunk and watch Kyrie shoot. That's put.
6: literally the point that the Nets are making, right? It's like how can you say that, and that's what, you know, I guess anyone Nets fans, anyone that has any affiliation with the with Nets brain. or NBA, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're saying that how can Kyrie Irving literally sit on the bench or sit along along the sideline of a bench or a sideline of a court or somewhere in the in the stands and and be there but he can't play in the game. Oh, and no, so, no,
0: no, I got it. Because if he's playing He's running. There's a better chance COVID. He's
6: breathing. Because mm, yeah. uh, okay. he's moving around. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's shaking. Whoop, you know, he's not. got It, the, it, right. it, it big... doesn't quite make sense. But again, Eric Adams said today, again, the mayor oh, of New right. York City said today, it doesn't make much sense. He also agrees that whoever wrote the rules did a bad job writing the rules. Hmm. But it, they're the rules. And for now, Eric Adams is keeping the private mandate. in in motion. We'll see if that changes. And I think there's still some optimism that eventually that will be lifted as well.
0: But you know, the private mandate, then there's a rippling effect to that as well. So Eric Adams obviously has a lot to figure out. But this is a great thing for him to say, yeah, that's why I won, by the way. Yeah. yeah, I think this makes no sense either. That's why yeah. I, you're currently calling me Mayor, Eric Adams. <laughs> because yeah. the the, it's dumb. Hey, by the way, we ran on this policy being dumb. I like that. Hopefully they'll get it fixed. Because that Nets team, hey, they might be able to go on a run. It feels like that Nets uh, Sixers trade, that old Shams broke. Yeah, Maybe Shams. Shams. Even in the face of everybody saying, that ain't happening, Shams. That ain't happening, Shams. Ain't nobody trading anybody. Boom! Ben Simmons out of Philadelphia <laughs> alongside Seth Curry and others up to the Nets for James Harden, who is now best friends with Joel Embiid in the best. He's looking tour. really
6: good. Yeah. Pat, so- he's looking healthy. I don't know if you've ever pulled that stunt, you know, the whole, you know, my hammy's a little iffy and then you go a week later and you're all good. I, have, you, have you, pulled that stunt before? So great journalism. I, they did pull I, that stunt I actually
0: used to do that on the field. So that was actually my tackling technique. So people and I would be in the open field. I would bait them to the sideline with potential, potential injury or just fat slow white and then they would go to the sideline am I didn't have any injuries you know oh, yeah. what I mean that was kind of my move so I'm all about the good ha 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 wham how you doing keep it moving Harden <laughs> did this out of Houston remember Harden was 400 oh, pounds yeah. Oh, yeah. and then Jeez. the first day he showed up in good. Brooklyn he was like whatever in the best triple double, double yeah triple so double, yeah. double. Yeah. easy so what is the deal they're both happy with what's going on here Nets are better Phillies better is that what you're reading
6: yeah, I mean, I, I think both sides are happy that this was the outcome, right? For Brooklyn, they got Ben Simmons, they got Seth Curry, they got Andre, Andre Drummond's been a beast for them already. So that's clearly looking like a great pickup, uh, getting Andre Drummond. A couple draft picks, that'll be something that they'll utilize down the line. But for, for Brooklyn, it's about getting Ben Simmons right. I report over the weekend he's been dealing with some back soreness as part of his ramp-up. Yeah, so what's that all be, about?
0: Hey, what's, everybody thinks he's doing that just to mix, uh, miss the Sixers game March 10th. No.
6: No, it, it's it's he's dealing with a flare up in his back. And that's maybe that, you know, the Nets are saying that it's something to be expected and it's something that we're just going to treat day to day. But you know there was an expectation that by now he was going to be really on the cusp of his comeback. And that's probably not going to be the case because he had a flare up with his back, I'm told, during his ramp up process. And so now he's going to need to strengthen that back area before he can make his return to the floor. And whether that's you know, Pat, with backs, you see Draymond Green. He's been out really the last, uh, I mean, it's going to be about two months uh, here coming up on March 9th. Clay Thompson came back on January 9th. That's the night that Draymond Green literally played seven seconds or nine seconds then had to sit. He hasn't played since. So he's he's just now getting back that back flexibility. He just did some some 5-on-0 uh, uh, run yesterday. So the back is tricky. And so Ben Simmons, it could take him a few weeks. It could take him a week. It could take him. You never know with the back. And so – I think there is hope and optimism that at some point before the regular season, he's going to be back on the floor. But in the meantime, he's going to have to rehab that back. So, yeah, from the Nets' standpoint, is just getting Ben Simmons back healthy. But but for, for the Sixers, I think what we're seeing right now is the best-case scenario, right? Joel Embiid, James Harden running this pick-and-roll. They've got to be the most dynamic pick-and-roll duo in the league right now. And, and the way that Tyrese Maxey's playing, and th- this group is playing with a bunch of energy, You know, I've heard from people around the Sixers that the the energy and the way that James Harden has handled himself as a teammate is amazing and it's really put a lot of uh really infused them with a lot of energy for the second half of the season so i'm curious to see how that uh unfolds over the course of the season
0: before aj has this question a couple follow-ups i saw ben simmons learning how to play uh basketball with kyle corver (laughs) was that how he hurt his back was he learning how to shoot for the first time he's like oh you got to lean back a little bit was that something that was happening and how long do you expect that type of stuff to happen it seems like he was happy and very welcoming to it as
6: well yeah i mean from everything i've been told ben simmons is happy he's in brooklyn and his spirits have been up about brooklyn as far as you know the situation he's not it's not like he looked at that as a negative i think he he was happy he was happy to be in brooklyn but uh i'm told no, the the back flare-ups happened just when they were trying to ramp him up in more high intensity increased individual workouts and after a couple of them his back started you know feeling a little off so once that happens you try to you know dial it back down Make sure the back gets back into full swing. I think Kyle Korver being there allows to help him. uh, Hopefully, you know work on his shooting, and that's what you do with Kyle Korver. One of the best shooters of all time. So. Uh, I think I, I think I think that should be a positive for him down the line. I don't know how much you know about back issues, but well,
0: I've, I, I think I think Simmons was just like I just normally do this. And yeah. Yeah. you guys want me to? Oh my
4: god!
3: I think you guys are going to tell me to shoot. Oh my god! god.
0: Like, shoot, you got to bend a little bit. I don't do that. I smack the floor and I do
4: fucking layups. What are we, I don't know if this is going to be for me. And my back's already flaring up. Sorry about it, Go ahead, Aj. Hope he figures it out. Shams, what about uh, out west with the Lakers? I know they lost a tight one last night, but what's the rest of their season look like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Fucking I'll tell you that
6: dead, I, AJ. I, that, that definitely was not a tight one. Um, I, when I look at the Lakers, I look at a team that just <laughs> it, it, they seem lost. Like Like their identity is lost. They're not really a defensive minded team. They're not really an offensive minded team. They try to play small sometimes. They don't have really a lineup or an identity that they can stick with. At the end of the day, as much as people might want to put it on Russell Westbrook or, or might want to put it on Frank Bogle, this is at the end of the day a personnel issue. They – from, from you know, Russell, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, you have those three guys, but how are you surrounding them? Are you surrounding them with youthful players, with guys that can fill roles and playmake and defend? You know, I saw, I saw the Pelicans. Herb Jones was outrunning that team up and down the floor. And oh, the way yeah. he was playing, they need more guys like that. And so Ingram when you look too. at the end of the yeah, bench mm-hmm. – Let's say they had signed an Isaiah Hartenstein or a Gary Payton II. They had an opportunity to sign both of those guys. Gary Payton II playing a critical role in Golden State, Isaiah Hartenstein playing a critical role in Clipperland right now. So they could have had both of those guys. They ended up going with, with older players DeAndre Jordan, Kent Bazemore, guys like that. So it, it's no knock on them. Those guys all have a role on different teams, but this Lakers team probably need a different type of personnel, and we're seeing that play out over the course of the year. So LeBron James is playing like he's 27. They just, right now, to me, don't look like they have an identity.
0: Hey, they're saying that uh, this is another booze here for Braun. You know, when oh. his first year when he went to L.A., he was showing <laughs> up with wine in his hand, and then he was letting inbound passes. Just roll out of bounds, and then he was getting the ball in the middle of the first quarter, and just for whatever, fuck it, half court, just pulling up, having a fun time. Like, hey, I'm going to have vacation here in L.A. (laughs) I've been to the finals like 100 straight years. I'm a little tired. This team stinks, okay? They got no idea what they're doing. I'm here. I'm going to show up a little but He became like uh Super duper
1: uh, yeah. wino, Con- yeah,
2: connoisseur. Oh,
6: it's I mean, even if the team is bad, I mean, he's still playing for a record, though. Sure. He's 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 in position to tie, you Kare- uh, know, past Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring title. Hey, let's uh, go get it, it Bron- yeah. LeBron. So let's go, dude. I'm just saying, LeBron's still looking like he's spry. I don't think this is a LeBron. We don't think so. Either. LeBron hasn't played up to par. So, what do you do let's at that point? LeBron. You gotta. They, they're yeah. gonna have to retool this summer, bring in the right pieces. This team needs a roster turnover if they're going to compete. Next for, Vogel's
0: dead too, right? He wants out of there, but he doesn't want to resign because he won't get paid unless they fire him. Is that? I just watched a clip. Uh, they were down thirty. They showed his face. Ugh, he didn't look happy. Yeah. Obviously,
6: it's, it's it's a rough go. It's a rough go for everyone. I, I, I listen. Th- I don't know his status at this point. You got to ride this out. Uh, to in, to me, you know, for the rest of the season, this is clearly the hand that they've been dealt. I don't think that their solution is going to be on the bench. You know, let's say you do make a coaching change, um, you know, is that is the answer on the bench? I, I I don't I don't know. I don't think so.
0: Well, that's in the card they were doubt, right. They actually picked these cards. Yeah, yes. right. That's the thing about their style
4: of poker. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. They
6: could have made changes during the, during the season. Obviously, they decided to keep the status quo. They other teams were asking for their assets, first round picks, second round picks. They didn't want to give give up those assets because. Clearly, I I don't know if this team this season was going to be salvageable. So do you give up assets for the future Uh. for a team that might not have it? Or do you save that for the offseason when you can really turn over the
0: rock? I'm excited to watch LeBron come back. Yeah. yeah. You know, next he will. year, I'm excited for another run out there in L.A. Uh, we have Sham Sharania joining us, the insider for your insider in the basketball Real good, Connor.
1: Yeah, Shams. Sure. Over the weekend, there was a disgusting float in uh, New Orleans of uh, Zion, I believe, as someone uh, made it. And, you know, it was very much uh, yeah. kind of pertaining to his weight. Uh, have you talked to his camp? And because of this, is there no chance he goes back to New Orleans?
6: Yeah, I, I honestly didn't even see that. I think I saw a tweet about it. Didn't we'll send like, it to you it. right now? It mm-hmm. is bad. Despicable. It, it is, is yeah, bad. Yeah. I, listen, there's a lot of stuff floating around Zion right now. It's a big float. I, there's yeah. there's what like 20 games left in the season. I, I haven't gotten any type of a sense that yeah, he's his return is imminent. So if that's the case with so 20 games left, like I, I don't know what window there would need to be. You know, obviously a great turnaround in his health. Uh, but as far as I'm told that he's still getting his normal day-to-day workouts in. He's he's supposedly feeling good, and so I, I don't know if that means he's going to come back, whether he'll need another procedure down the line or what. But so he's working um, out. He's his my, his foot's good. He's shooting. He's practicing. Why won't they play him? He doesn't want to play. To my knowledge, he has. I don't know if it's it's you know in the last few days, but as of a couple of weeks ago, he was you know doing some stuff on the court. The question is, is it enough for him to ramp up to actually play? Clearly, it's not to that point because he hasn't even been back in New Orleans. He's still working out in Portland.
0: Oh. oh, he's in Portland. He's in, he Portland, in Portland, Oregon. Portland. Oh. Nobody oh, works in Portland, Oregon. What does that even mean? And, uh,
6: Work, uh, working out. You know, I mean, th- there's there's a lot in Portland, Pat. There's, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's a good day in Portland. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Nike Jordan based out in Portland. They, they sponsor Zion. Uh-huh. So, um, you, you know, he's a lot, of fresh a lot fish. going on in Portland. Fresh fish, Exactly some good dinner what? there's
0: like an entire what there's like workout campuses in like arizona yeah, oh, yeah. i guess you can't, can't
6: get Las farther in- away Florida, from new orleans than, than portland.
0: portland why did not you go to saskatchewan yeah, yeah there's there some you go. good workout places in yeah, saskatchewan Canada. i think Jeez, what the hell <clears throat> see he don't want to play for the pelicans is that what you think is that what's
6: going on here he wants out of there I, I haven't gotten that sense. No, I mean he's. A,
3: the
0: he's what a, the he a
6: scale contract. His body's not right. If his body and his foot aren't right, he can't play. And so I, I haven't gotten the sense that Zion's just mucking this just to sit the season. I think if he could play, Perfect. he would play. He's a. He, he does love the game. From everything I'm told, he does want to play. He physically cannot play, and so. That uh, that that is a de- is a deterrent, and I'll tell you what. New
0: do you know the name of the person up in Portland? We should give them love because if somebody's traveling all the way to Portland to train with them, wherever they are, we yeah. should give them. Do you know the
6: name of the training? I, I do not know the name of the trainer, uh, but he does have a trainer that's working with
0: him. Well, congrats. Hey, turns out on around up here in Portland. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you want to Portland by the way to get rid of everything. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're have some Timbers games. Yeah, we Just get away. You know. Yeah.
1: that's the soul. Play with Lillard. Big I mean, chip. we live in Indianapolis. So so I, I
0: guess we can't really bash anybody. But whenever you hear Zion Williamson is not with the team in New Orleans, he's training, you immediately go, oh, he must be in L.A., Phoenix. He must yeah. be in Florida You're or right. something like that. Maybe in New Orleans somewhere. Yeah. No, he's in Portland. That's jarring. That came out of nowhere for me. I might be out of the loop, but that's all me. Go ahead,
3: Tony. Choms. I was looking at some of the odds for the Western and NBA Finals, and I saw something interesting. The Denver Nuggets have some pretty long odds to win these. Are they going to get uh, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back with Jokic? That's, like, I mean, that's interesting. That's
6: yeah. It, it's it's on track to where Michael Porter Jr. should be able to return before even this month is out. Um, and what, the, the the fascinating part about that is. The the doctors at the time when he had the back surgery a few months ago felt that he'd missed the season. The NBA doctors ruled that he was probably going to miss the season. They granted an exception, a a disabled player exception to the Denver Nuggets, which means that they've deemed that the player in terms of Michael Borgina would likely be out through June. And so the fact that he's on the cusp of a possible return uh, speaks to just the way that he's been able to rehab that back. And so... From everything I've been told, he, the, the ramp up is about to start for Michael Porter Jr. Jamal Murray is a more interesting situation. He had that ACL surgery uh, a year, you know, in April of 2021. So usually those ACLs can be 12 months. So Jamal Murray has been ahead of schedule, but I know he wants to come back at 100% health. So I don't think he just comes back at 90, 95, and if there's any inkling that he's not going to be himself, given the load that he's going to have to carry behind. Nikola Jokic, I think he does try to come back at 100%. So, will that happen before the playoffs are out? We'll see. Big
0: load. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I Huge. saw Jokic make a pass on some clip the other night when went yes.
6: like this. Oh, and yeah. The,
0: the guy had the... Back in
6: the MVP race. Demarcus oh, yeah. Cousins balling out, too. So
0: Hey, that dude had the nerve to miss that shot. It was ridiculous. After that pass, can't. Can't pass. do it. Can't. Can't. That ball has to go in bucket. Yes. Yeah. That's game winner. That is... That, is, that, is, that has... No look pass yes. from a giant, just like
2: yes.
6: That ball's got to fall, Shams. I agree. I would have hit it. So you know. Hey I-,
0: <laughs> hey, I actually saw a, a picture of you. I think for something where you were crossing
6: somebody up. Look, hey, you
0: look super cool, dude.
6: You look I, super. I, cool. I appreciate. It. I'm 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 trying to get my Pat McAfee on. So you know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to do my best here. How's so, your game? You know, uh, you know, I I used to be I used to be playing I used to play a lot. You know, my 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 five on five has has decreased over time. I'm just I'm so you know I'm, I'm always on my phone. It's tough to be on your phone and play mm-hmm. at the same time. I wish there was a way to do it. Uh, you know, Neuralink. microchips or something in my in my head it might thing. be a thing down the line. But uh, uh, no, I feel I feel like I can play. I feel like you know I can shoot. I can I can handle the ball. I, May, I can get a ten day. So you're saying in
0: an insider's game, in a media game, Shams, all right. We're okay. We're gonna handle ourselves. So okay. I think I hold
6: my own a little bit. I think it's, I hold my own.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because in high school, all you cared about was what lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now look at you. Now you're the insider of the insider who's got game, dude. Pretty Absolutely. sweet. Hey, let's go, Shams. And let's go, so Shami. Hey, Shams. Fucking love lunch, this guy. One-on-one on one yeah. versus Woj. Can't wait for <laughs> Hey, you and Woj. One-on-one. One, one of you, whoever wins, you know, gets to do trade deadline day. Yeah. yeah. The other guy gets their account suspended for 72 hours. <laughs> oh, wow.
6: I'm just go. trying to get out of retirement right now. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play. So if you know a run going on right now, Pat, let me know.
0: Hey, sweet lingo there,
2: dude. Go ahead, Ty. Shams, you mentioned what the... Lakers are going to do basically just clean house this offseason we've heard the reports of LeBron wanting Sam Presti in there is he going to basically just do the exact same thing he did this year where like he doesn't like Palenka so he gets rid of him brings in some other figurehead and he's still just going to handpick who he wants to play with next year like is Anthony Davis still going to be there or is LeBron going to take a more passive role in the offseason you think
6: I mean let's I, I don't know if it's a guarantee that there's just going to be an overhaul with, you know, with the Lakers, Roppling is obviously a guy that has more years left on his deal. And so, um, I, I, you know, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, the organization, they all wanted Russell Westbrook. So it's not how like you can put that all on, on the organization. I think there's going to be some shared responsibility there. I think there has been. So now it's just about how can you retool this team better? And I'm sure they're going to get back in the war room again this summer and try to figure out a way to put the right pieces around those guys. I, I, I don't know if there's going to be a full uh, full full overhaul there.
0: Hey, thank you, Shams. We appreciate the hell out of you, pal. You're the best. Any news that you guys have me? Who's winning the uh, championship?
6: (laughs) (laughs) I, I have no idea, but... I think there's probably like seven, eight teams that have a shot this year, which makes it fun.
1: Damn.
0: Oh, it does make it fun. A lot of parody, huh? Um, yeah. Just like college basketball. Yeah. I mean, right. Rostin came on, gave us his uh, three of the top four. They all lost the next day. Nice. Oh. Don't put yourself in a corner like that. That's smart. Not Ladies and that. gentlemen, from you, the guys. athletic and the stadium, Shamsirani. Thank Yay, you, buddy. Sham! Hey, basketball's happening. AJ, did you watch?
4: I saw a little bit of uh, Steph Curry last night looking good. Oh. They ended up winning the game, didn't they? No they, uh, no, they lost, yeah. They okay, had Steph looked pretty good, the parts I saw.
0: Well, he looked good in the warm-up is what you're talking about. I think he put on yeah. one of the greatest shooting performances I've ever seen in warm-ups. Start, started and ended with ridiculous throws up into the sky that just so happened to go in. Yeah, they ended up losing to Dallas. Dallas was down, and they came back. Luka got hot late. Yeah. I mean, they were down like 20, I think.
4: It they was. were up a lot, yeah. When I saw, they were rolling, I believe, the beginning of the second half, like Steph was on fire like just. Assist, like not as much shooting, but just like facilitating everything. So then it completely flipped that because when I turned the game on, there was a 16 1 run that Dallas was on,
0: and then I think it went to 19 1. 21. It
3: ended, yeah, 21 3 or something
0: like that. Yeah, I mean, they went on, they completely flipped it. Luke crazy. Was, yeah, it was banana lane, and they weren't even making free throws.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Golden State Warriors looked like there was an actual plastic thing on their bucket <laughs> as Dallas was going down the other end. It was it was wild. The NBA happens. Uh, obviously, we're going to chat about it as we get closer to the playoffs because it's sports. Hey, balls. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, ball sports. Can't wait. we are oh, talking. Yeah. About Dana White will be here in okay. about 20 minutes. Hell There's a yeah. big-time fight going on this weekend. Covington, Masvidal, they don't like each other. It's uh-huh. personal.
4: That's personal. Is Dana in, in person? No, no. He's, hmm. he's on Oh, stuff. you made it sound like he was going to be there. No, both in the same week,
0: though. Dana and Vince, that's pretty big in the same week, I think.
4: I I would say that's gigantic. Yeah, it's awesome. Vince will be here, though. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was wild when I heard that, by the way. When was the first time you heard it? Hey, Vince, you ever think about coming on my show? I'd love it. You know, like, I'd be very very thankful to have the honor of having a conversation because his interviews have not gone well with people. Yeah. Outside of the WWE. Right. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if you saw Brock came on. It was awesome. I think people said, "Hey, if you ever want, to come on, man. I'd be uh, we'd be very we'd be very honored." To oh yeah. So then I get a follow up from somebody. It's like uh, Vince mentioned something about coming on your show. When is it? <laughs> How is like you know this whole thing? I'm like, I ah, would just need like a Facetime or a Skype or whatever. We go live every day, 12, 3.30 or whatever the case is. And then I get text back like an hour later. It's like Vince wants to be in studio. How's that happen? I'm like. <laughs> I guess Vince just comes I'm in. Mount Dandy? I guess he just Locks comes in. They're like, is that a problem? Is that a problem? They're like, no, I'm like, okay, awesome. So Vince is flying in for the fucking interview. And I was like, he does not have to. Like, Brock was here because Brock had Raw here. So he was in town. Do not feel obligated. We do. He's like, no, Vince wants to. He's very excited for this or something like that. I'm like, all right. Hell yeah. Now we Can't go. Wait. Let's start cleaning up the fucking office. Yes. Okay, Vince McMahon's coming in here. <laughs> let's, start, <laughs> let's go ahead and mop some stuff here if we could.
4: Uh, Don't uh, let him use that bathroom. It's glorious. Hopefully right? he's yeah. like the president and they bring, he brings his own with him. Does that happen? Bathroom? I've heard that that's rumored that, yeah, Obama, like in the, or every president in their motorcade, there's like a, a toilet somewhere. That's
0: awesome. Well, in a motorcade, it makes sense.
4: In yeah. Because yeah. you're trapped in a car. Well,
0: well there's
1: one around. guy, he carries the nuclear football suitcase, mm-hmm. and then another guy carries another suitcase, and if you open that up, it is a little squatty potty in there. That's sweet. Shout nice. out. Not bad. So two
0: different people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart, yeah. smart. Yeah, the mm-hmm. nuke the nuke one. way, takes everyone. One, that got brought up this weekend. My
1: God. Oh, yeah. Still is.
0: <laughs> really?
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. this morning, there was another one.
0: Oh, no. All oh, right, let's just keep talking sports. Let's keep talking sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Ghost is up to ten, by the way. I just want to put that
1: out there before we get off of that. that a baby, that looking
0: for the first ever undefeated war. Officially an yeah. ace. Guys got a go. double.
1: Guys got a double double.
0: Dude, he's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, His eye, he sees things in slow motion yeah. when he's upper. You know how, you know yeah. how in the world where. It's getting faster. He's flying 500, 600 miles an hour. They say the ghost, everything slows down. Yeah. He, he's shaping shots, too. Well, yeah. He's throwing shots like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, <laughs> curving the ball. In the movie. Mm-hmm. Fucking ghost. Go on out there. Here we oh, the ghost. ghost. Klitschko brothers, I seen them in fatigues with some guns. Lomachenko, I saw him in a fatigue with some guns and a good beard. All right.
4: Fucking. A lot of Molotov cocktails oh, being made over there. Oh, so uh-huh. many.
0: Weapons getting sent in. This is the world we're living in right now. This is wild. This is crazy. I know something to think about whenever everything else in your life is maybe going on it's a quite a quick perspective putter like hey this is actually happening in the world that we live one plane away if we wanted to just go ahead and yep you know just
4: uh-huh. be a
0: long flight probably yeah. would have to take some sort of sleeping device but then you would right. wake up <laughs> boom you're right in the middle of it that's nope. happening on the world we're in hope everybody's okay Tease and peace for everybody and uh fucking ghosts. let's go well, here we go, go. ghost we need star. you uh, before we get to a break, AJ, we have to talk about uh, The American Dream, the true
4: underdog story of uh, Kurt Warner. Your thoughts? You watched it this weekend, you said. Is that accurate? I did. I started watching it last night, finished it this morning, and I have to say I feel like those screen grabs that you guys showed me did not do the movie justice. The screen grabs make it look like a cheesy, corny movie that doesn't look good. In reality, I'm with Ty and Nick on this one. That thing is almost a masterpiece. Zach oh, Levi, and yeah. Anna Paquin, both great actors, too.
0: Master. yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um is that what you thought so i had a little different thoughts what'd you think about it i've never watched a movie come from that category of movie before
1: that's What's the, first- the category is it Hallmark? Yeah. Hallmark. Yeah, it's like a to Hallmark that. movie? Yeah, it was exactly. like it's like corny. Corny might be production. the word you're you
3: looking didn't for. Shut up, Gump. Corny? No,
7: no. Gump, you haven't even watched it. Come watch. on, you won't watch it.
0: Gump, you've been doing real pause. 38-12-2, yeah. this guy. Yeah. 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 Pick me up, Friday, hey. hey, Gump. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, dude. March Madness, footy. Hey. There's oh, no need for that burial of a very good human, Kurt Warner, Okay. But I'm an hour and 12 minutes into that thing, and I haven't seen a fucking football thrown yet, okay? And it's a two-hour movie. Let's figure I don't know why it was being marketed on NFL Network. Now, granted, he is on NFL Network, but it should have came with a clause. Everybody should have said, hey, this movie is incredible. It will touch you right in your feels. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. There is a lot of that. But also, this is not a football movie. No. You need to know this is not a football movie. I thought I was signing up for, like, remember the titans you know i thought i was signing up for you know maybe blue varsity blues i didn't know that i was signing up maybe the program i was signing up for a movie i'd never seen before i've never there was numerous times where i took screenshots we're 35 minutes into this thing we're 40 some minutes into this thing we're an hour and 12 minutes into this thing and i don't want to give anything away but i mean there was a lot of like oh this is not what i thought it was going to be at all yeah Great
2: story, though. Great story. story. That's
0: why I need the Kurt Warner documentary. Because yes. I was too young for all this. I didn't know he was such a great guy and an incredible story. So I want the doc. I Shut up, was-
2: Fox. You bashed the movie. You no. said it was the worst thing you've ever no. seen. No no no, yeah. no, 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 Yeah, you did. You did. I was like,
0: Pat, I just never seen a Hallmark movie. I need the documentary side. No, hey, you're
2: God. a scumbag. Yeah.
1: And I was set up by some people. You know, I was kind of warned by you guys. Like, hey, this is not a great film, per se. Whoa, whoa, but whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Who actually, said that? Who yeah. said that? But Gumby. Uh, but I actually, right. uh, oh, crap. I actually did enjoy it. Like, the last half hour saved the movie. That's like, what I'm saying, 47
4: minutes. Yeah, there's was the all last I thought 40... it was all good. No, crazy. no, Packers for life! I mean, there's a few lines. Yeah. Stay in the pocket, Kurt.
1: Yeah, that really oh, just had no he got, business.
4: Hit, he got sacked 39 times in one practice. Yeah, and yeah. who
0: else? One of his friends were signed up for him. I'm like, all right, this is telling me a lot,
4: I think, actually. you know. But also, I mean, it's the movie. Yeah. And he's a great dancer. I didn't know he – is Kurt as good a dancer as Zach Levi? Who oh, you're hell trading? yeah.
1: I don't know Probably better. That. All right. Let's get to a break. He was a bad dancer. He had to learn how to do All
4: you need to know is it's not a football movie.
1: No.
0: And if you're a sports nah. doofus who never saw a Disney movie growing up, it probably doesn't sign up for many other movies outside of your comedy sports world. Yeah. It will take
1: you by a surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this? How about him torching Ray Lewis, though? Oh, I love that He's guy. a great guy, too. Can't be lost in this great, unbelievable. I game. thought it was good
4: casting, too, though. Honestly, I feel like that guy kind of looks like him. I feel like his mm-hmm. on field play, like they had some big hits. So those guys really take those collisions, they're really getting hit that hard. I mean, he uh, was in four so. minutes, dude. All right, listen, so. e- enough with your AJ, I'm, oh, I'm how serious, about that man.
0: Lakers game last night? It was a tight <laughs> one.
4: <laughs> well, that was different. No, I'm talking about the how, hey, here. real quick, how about hey, that coach. grab?
0: How about that grab in Arena League? I think it was an Arena League. The guy caught it, was like a fingertip yeah. grab, oh, front yeah. I was like, that this one i signed up for yes. now this is what i'm here for you're right you're 100 percent right there was some great actual action but man him and his wife have a special type of love that i'm mm-hmm. happy i got to learn all about
1: some of the yeah. lines yeah. i mean, it's a feel that's good the feel good story
2: it's a hallmark story yeah, yeah. Tug the heartstrings. Maybe country music right.
1: isn't that bad. Like there are a few lines that just that was hilarious. Just, what the fuck are you talking it, about? No, it was supposed to be yeah, like, like a very meaningful line. It wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be. Why don't a not you being an mark. adult? I am. I'm trying to be. That's why I'm trying to fairly grade this film. But it was a good film. Just probably take out half of the dialogue in it. And no. then, oh, come
2: on. Great. <laughs> She just spit in Kurt's face. No, no guy, not, not at all. And his wife. Yeah, yeah no, no, and, no, Z-Man. No. and Z-Man. And no. no. Z-Man. Oh. Brenda. is a fantastic hey, man.
0: Z-Man. Absolutely love Z-Man.
1: Yeah, legend.
0: All right, we're back in four
4: minutes. Are you telling others to watch it? Yeah, anyone that asks, of course. I'm letting people think it's, know. I, tr- his story truly is a true underdog story. The, f- the way that he came into the league. And the fact that he went in there, he's a Hall of Famer, won a Super Bowl. Like, are you kidding me? Amazing story. Yeah.
0: That being said, this is not a football movie. No. This is a a Hallmark Love program.
1: Yes. And the documentary to Foxy's Point is going to be unbelievable someday. I agree.
0: Love, Kurt.
2: Thank you,
1: Kurt. Kurt. Isaac Bruce, also. What a guy. What a guy. Great guy. You're good.
0: AJ, I don't know if you know. You know. You know. You look great. <laughs> Thank you. I think they're a little... Keep them sp- on.
4: Huh? <laughs> You're going to keep them on, right, for Dana?
0: Well, this is actually how I look. What do you mean, keep them on? Yeah, that's what I wear every day. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. take them
4: you off. You didn't notice? Them the past That's what I wear hours. every day, I would to love it. to drive by you in your new car and see you at a stoplight with, with those on.
0: Well, this is like the cauliflower here. You know, you mm-hmm. see somebody with these on, you don't nope. fuck with them.
2: You yeah, see no somebody way. with
0: cauliflower here, you don't fuck with them. It's pretty easy. I'm just trying to give warning signs out. These two right mm-hmm. here are certified fucking weapons i'll smack in the mouth if i got to come on the inside but if you eat one of those pow it's over for you and i I think that is something that it says when i'm on the wheel
4: you know driving oh yeah i think it might say the opposite
2: what? what does that mean?
0: If I put my affliction yeah. pants on, you hear me? <laughs> if I put my affliction pants on, I got my belt buckle on,
2: uh-huh.
0: maybe same shirts I wear all the time, and then these two fucking things right here, you don't think that says, bow! That's not a guy to mess, even though I ain't got the cauliflower here, bang! That's not a dude I wanna fuck with. You don't think people are saying that? I think so, dude. They know you these things right. are flown
4: around. Mm-hmm. You know if I, I mean? see you shadow boxing at stoplights, yeah, you're right. I, I probably wouldn't say anything to you. Oh, imagine me. Oh. Imagine, yeah. me, imagine me
0: getting out of
2: my car
4: at every red light, getting out of my car. got keep the heart rate up, guys. Get some reps in. Awesome. That man. would be fucking yeah.
2: sweet. I Shooting so. for fake takedowns. Fucking <laughs> yeah.
0: okay,
4: good. I got you. Single leg. Got him. There's a yeah.
0: former uh, UFC champion that may or may not have been on this show before. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That this past Friday we're walking by each other. And I. Fuck, a single leg you're down wow. already won and then I just walked away one nothing dude just see you later that's gonna come back around on me
3: did that oh, yeah. did that again? did that's, that champion accept his fate
0: uh, no he just he looked at me and I was like one nothing dude and I just kept walking it, like he just had to you know go about his business yeah, right. it. that's gonna come back though mm-hmm. he remembered that because I did I do think I got in there oh mm-hmm. yeah hey listen hey, you know, don't get twisted you
4: know? oh yeah um, <laughs> You know what I mean? That's, that's not going to end well, man. All he's got to do is he's going to see you come and he's going to throw a knee right to your face. Whoa. Well, Ben Askren, you're talking about massive doll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what you're
0: talking about. He could also do the double arm pow right to my back like he did to this table and broke. Oh, yeah. As soon as I get the fuck off of me. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Break some ribs.
0: But I will say I was part of the linebackers uh, position um, drills. Run group? Uh, position drills, yeah. Whenever, whenever I was young, the first regime. They let me do, like, practice, you know. I'd play quarterback in the seven-on-seven. Uh, seven. I'd play running back in the linebacker drills. I'd be a part of the, you know, the sprawl. Like, hey, the block sprawl oh, thing.
4: Oh,
1: yeah.
0: I feel like I got
1: that. Playing, play. off,
4: playing off the cut blocks?
0: Yeah. Hey, that was your entire life, huh? You did that every single day. Just one-up. Nope. That yeah. whole thing. You got to get
4: your feet out. Don't let them get to your feet.
0: Well, I, I'm moving my feet there so quick you can't fucking see yeah. it underneath this thing. I know, about? I know. I'm, I'm co
4: signing for that.
0: Hey, do you ever think about just bringing a knee right to that person trying to cut you? Like, uh, like, yeah, possible? that'd be a
4: great. I mean, I would love to do that actually. Yeah, what you gotta do is you know, shoot those feet back. You see that? Let me see. Shoot those feet back. Ooh. Ooh. says these but you gotta st- do it while you keep moving, though. You gotta keep going down the line. Yeah. Shit. I <laughs> <laughs> might have got you there. It's <laughs> is my
0: speaker system, dude. I don't tell you. Here's my Niger, uh Houston. Houston's dude. I'm about to go. Skater boys oh, See you later, sweet. boy. Oh yeah. Thank you, man. But there's no one I got these on anytime fuck around. They're autographed by me. This for oh, my first fight. Yeah. Is it really? Oh and yeah. Knockout. <laughs> Yeah, you should have seen me. It was at a Lazy Lizard in Morgantown, West Virginia. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was about 2.30 a.m. You know, there was a little bit of something popping off on one of the back bars. I think it was down in the basement. I pulled these right out of my back pocket. Yep. Right on top of the bar. Jumped. Ha! Bang! It was over. And then I was like, all right. They, the security guard says, it's over. Uh-huh. Sign the gloves. Wear them every day. There you no go. big
1: deal. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? 1-0. Oh.
0: Um, joining us Two now. 2-0 oh now. Well, I mean, with these on...
3: You know what I mean? It was
0: quick, dude.
3: Thank you. Yeah, shit. Like, I, I only saw like
0: one. Keep going.
3: Keep going. Let me I, see.
0: Think about what this son of a bitch Oh, yeah. got You know what I mean? Straight I mean, to I, the chest. Knockout. Yeah. Let alone it's the sprawl, sprawl technique. <laughs> <laughs> I already <laughs> you know I mean? got <laughs> You know what I mean?
1: McGregor. You know what I mean? Join us now. Chest I chest. like
0: to fight in virtual reality.
1: Okay.
0: In the Oculus.
1: Yeah.
0: Thrill of the fight. Mostly because you can't get punched in the actual face right. we don't want to
1: hurt anyone either
0: well also yeah who knows what these two things are going to do exactly. you know what i mean joining us now another oculus fighter a man who was a boxing trainer turned business mogul president of the ufc massive fight happening this saturday as masvidal and colby covington finally get a chance to settle some beefs that seem to be very personal ladies and gentlemen dana white yeah,
7: dana! what's up dude What's up, guys? How are you? Hey, you see
0: the lightning in these goddamn gloves, Dana? I don't know. <laughs> I do, I do. You know what I mean? I mean, this, this is actually a gift from you. I don't know if you know that. You sent me these right before you came on. You know, we we're talking to a basketball guy, I got the basketball out, you know, super sportsy. Then I was talking football, I got the football out. I figured if I put these gloves on, I'm immediately tougher. You take me more serious. Is that accurate or the opposite? AJ said. A- <laughs> Absolutely.
7: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Hey, massive fight this weekend. Obviously, you guys just came out of a great weekend as well. We're listening to Vidal and Covington talk to each other on Stephen A's World. This is really personal. Like, is this what you like as a promoter? When people get a
7: chance to experience why two dudes hate each other going in there? Or does that not matter to you, you think? Yeah, no, it doesn't matter as much. It's fun when it does happen. You know, it's it's fun when you get these kind of storylines, narratives, uh, bad blood, hatred, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, it just makes the fight a little bit more exciting. But at the end of the day, the, the problem with some of the with some of the shit talk and fights is sometimes those type of fights don't, you know, the shit talk was better than the actual fight. So <laughs> hopefully that's not the case in this one.
4: Dana, where does this one rank between Colby and, and Masvidal when it comes to like the animosity between the two? Where does it rank compared to a lot of other fights that you've been a part of?
7: No, it's up there. You know, it's it's up there with, with with Jones and and Cormier. The difference is that these guys actually lived together, trained together, trained out of the same camp, oh. and uh, you get a few of these every once in a while that this happens. Uh, but yeah, the, the, and the bottom line is the thing is too. You can have all the all the shit talk you want, but you got the number one guy in the world versus the number six guy in the world. So these are real dudes. These are real. Real tough guy, so it should be a good fight. Number one dude in the world is Covington. He's hated by, I think, every. he's he's turned full heel at
0: this point, right? Like, he (laughs) has completely embraced the heel role. And Masvidal is a guy that kind of took over the world. Now, obviously, he was in street fighting way back in the day with Kimbo when we all used to log on to the internet and watch Kimbo just fucking kill people in backyards. What a great time that was. You remember those internet, we would have to call Dana (laughs) to get on the internet to watch Kimbo beat the fuck out of somebody. Jorge was doing that. Now he's in the UFC. Uh, when you're putting this fight together with Covington, and you just heard about it, you know, some have more animosity than others, is that something you create as a bookmaker like, or as a, as a booker? Like, hey, we, we should have this at this particular time because the NFL's done. There ain't shit to do on a fucking Saturday anymore. Like, do you think about all that, or does it just it'll happen to line up perfectly
7: for you? No, it, it just lined up timing-wise uh, after the Super Bowl. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, Colby Covington's been the number one ranked guy in the world for a while, so... He took his, his shots at Usman. You know, the reality is if, if Kamaru Usman doesn't exist, Colby Covington is the world champion uh, at 170 pounds. So uh, Masvidal is a bad dude. These guys hate each other. They've been talking for a long time. And now was the time that the fight came together.
0: Uh, Masvidal obviously need Ben Askren's head off five Mm -hmm. seconds i think Uh it was like this you know and that you capitalize on that moment i think we then went to the baddest motherfucker championship Uh when the rock came out in madison square garden i think and cut the entire promo when you think about grander marketing things like that like the bmf title should that not be on the line do you not think like things like that should be on the line more or do you have other titles or ideas for these guys that are
7: incredible but they happen to live in an uzman world or is that not something you think about going forward yeah, no, I, I, I do. You know, we did the BMF title. It was a, it was a one-time thing. Um, you know, it was, it was fun when we did it. But yeah, you're, you're probably right. I probably should make that belt on the line when there isn't a world title fight on the line. Because Masvidal has it. Masvidal has the belt.
0: So are we doing that this weekend, or what? Is that on Saturday? <laughs>
7: Where's my crew? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe How's life, Dana? How's life for you? Incredibly busy. You guys had a fight this past
7: weekend. You got a fight coming up. Or are you just working 24-7 and you just love this shit, huh? Yeah, we, we, we've been busy, but it's good, man. Yeah, it's all good. I do love this. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm still having as much fun as I did. I might even be having more fun now than I did back in the day. Yeah. Because you're made? Yeah, it's just not as it's not as stressful as it was back then. You know, we we didn't know if we're gonna make it or we weren't gonna make it. I'm pretty sure we're gonna make it now. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, at what point when you guys sold for like six billion? Is that when you knew it, or is there is there? No, a- the, you, no. To be honest with you, when we sold, that was another hard time that we had to battle through. Um, we sold. We didn't. I. I. They got me to stay. I. Uh, we didn't have a TV deal. Fox was done, and uh, we were out there looking for a new TV deal. So that was, was that was another. Hard thing that we had to battle through. Then here comes COVID. Um, we battled through that, and I don't know what what, what else is left. I think we're put, we are, we have our own arena next door now, so I don't give a shit what's next. We're good. Um, and and we we got our place set up in Abu Dhabi. We can go there whenever we want to. So. Yeah, there, is, there isn't too much to stress about anymore.
0: Hey, the hustlers survive when the rest of the world crumbles, you know? And they say it yeah. only, it, the work only begins once you get to the top of the mountain. I feel like you took that as a challenge once it sold for $6 billion to let everybody know, no, we fucking are worth more, actually. And then when everybody else was doing their entire thing, I feel like that's what we watched from you. Am I accurate in thinking
7: that? A hundred percent, yeah. And, you know, R. Emanuel, you know, who, who put up the $4.025 billion, Jeez. Um mm-hmm you know, was counting on, awesome. on me and the team to pull this thing off. So, you know, I, I, I was very loyal to the Fertitta brothers and, uh, very loyal to Ari when, when when he made that purchase.
0: So let's talk about when you get to the Fertitta brothers. Obviously, the story is that you were like sleeping in their basement. Now it must have been a massive fucking basement. I mean, <laughs> they are the Fertittas. But <laughs> Allegedly, you go from Boston to Vegas. You're, you're training people. You meet up with Fertittas. You see what the UFC could potentially be, your vision of it. They end up buying it for like a million bucks or something. You guys go all in and invest this thing. You have to trailblaze. You have to get states to okay this. You got to make some rules that maybe the old school UFC folks don't like, but we this will be better for an international appeal. Now we're in a world where it feels like the old school shit is still a problem in the modern world. This judging situation, how do we fix it? You, you're the only person that can fix the judging situation in all of combat sports. This past weekend, obviously, you guys had your thing going. There was a boxing match where a dude had a higher percentage landed, higher amount of punches connected, higher amount of punches thrown, he loses. I've heard you bitch about the judges before after fights. How do we fix that? And what is is that entire process you think
7: yeah it's one of the hardest things to fix actually uh you know you have the states we're regulated by the state The state oversees us make sure that everything is you know is a, a, a fair playing field and uh, you know i i can't overrule them believe me you, i think you remember back in the day when i used to go crazy over Mazagatti because he was such a bad ref at that <laughs> point time the the, the the Nevada State Athletic Commission is the strongest commission in, 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 in the world and at that point in time they were the weakest and um, it, it was very frustrating for us but you know all you can do is offer assistance in training these guys better and you know but they're always listen the NFL don't always make the greatest oh. uh, calls the NBA doesn't make the greatest calls you're always going to have bad officiating it's always going to happen it's
0: such a fascinating world too because I, I mean i think you were the first promoter that publicly and you said you used to lose your mind i think you are the first guy and i think it's because you're self-made and work in your own world so you can do whatever you want you're kind of setting the example of what you get to act like that which is awesome first of all that that's not true
7: that's not true <laughs> really back then when i was going crazy on the athletic commission i was home on a sunday morning after a fight and my phone rang, and it was the governor of Nevada. And he basically, me and him had like one of those. He's like, "You ever fucking talk shit about the state of Nevada like that again, and I'll pull your license." Hey, and did you you'll, put you'll these on? You'll never promote another fight again in this. In this, no. I said, uh, "Thank you, sir. May I have another?" <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs>
2: Uh, good business. Go ahead, Ty. Dana, you've kind of told us about, like, the matchmaking process in the past, but when you have these events damn near every weekend and you have to fill up these cards and make sure that, like, do you ever get anxiety or feel, like, an extra amount of pressure where it's like, shit, I got to deliver an unbelievable show week in, week out for everybody?
7: Um, no. I mean, yes. The, n- the night of the fight, you, g- you get some of that, but, I mean, w- we're at a point now where, I always say we're the bells and whistles guys we go in we sell the fight we tell you why you need to watch the fight we sell tickets we sell pay-per-views and then once that gate door closes on Saturday night it's out of our hands and it's up to the fighters and, and the beautiful thing about this sport is over the last 20 years these kids have delivered every I mean tell me tell me the last shitty UFC event you saw. I mean, it's, it's just, we're on a run right now that's <laughs> unbelievable. Could you imagine if I would have just said,
0: well, <laughs> Dana. Yeah. like right there, yeah. right there. Like, Dana, two weeks ago? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it has been yeah. an incredible run, though, because I think guys understand it more now, and ladies, obviously. They understand from the content game, it feels like, and this is going to get a little inside baseball, but back in the day, the wrestlers, all the wrestlers, were natural hustlers, okay? So they were selling their own shit, they were creating their own stories, they were doing their own thing, they were driving town to town. It feels like the UFC guys and the mixed martial arts guys, they understand, like Sugar Sean says, like, I'm putting on a performance in there. Like, you hear these guys, it feels like they know what would make it best for UFC. And at this point, you have to feel great about that, that that is kind of the stable of fighters you have that know you've got to go out there and almost put on a show and want to put on a show, right?
7: Yeah, I think it's gotten to the point now where they know um you know to to stay here and and have any type of career here you got to deliver
0: those match bonuses and knockout bonuses and all those things who makes those decisions strictly you or you guys have a board a council
7: yeah there's there's uh three of us uh, four of us after the fight that we get together and argue over it sometimes and sometimes we all agree and and uh we determine who gets them
0: i mean masvidal and covington have a chance to set up for a lot
4: here go ahead aj Dan, you mentioned something about like the judges, and obviously you can't really do a whole lot. You say we'll we'll try to train them or help out. How we can? How can you help? Like, and who is training these judges?
7: So what you do is, so what we would do is, we've done this many times. We'll put up the money to uh, you know to to host uh, the judges, and they'll they'll watch films. You know, and, and but it's the head of the athletic commission that oversees the whole thing, and they'll watch films. We'll set it up so that uh you know all, all the fights are, are are available and and we'll bring in the projector or whatever you need to do to make it happen and uh feed them and 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 make a whole day out of it. Are there like, fighters in there with, like watching it with them to try to explain what they're seeing like how, how does that work? No no it's 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 the head of the athletic commission. The, the the guy who runs the athletic commission knows what the rules are, knows what you know. It's like and and here's here's part of the problem. I I had uh, one of the trainers come over to me the other day during the ultimate the ultimate fighter is filming right now, and one of the fights happened, awesome. and he thought that the fight that that one of the rounds was a ten eight round. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? A ten eight round is when somebody just gets their ass whooped for five minutes, and 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 there's times where you think, God, they should stop this fight. That's a ten eight round to me. So lots of different people have different ideas of what you know. What they're looking at and what they think a 10 8 or a 10 7 uh, round should be. All right, so you have
0: Ultimate Fighter still happening. You had Fight Night happening over the weekend. Now you have a big fight. Are you at every event? Are you still doing everything? And are you still plugged into basically all that's going on in the UFC? Yeah, absolutely.
7: Um, That's awesome.
0: At the Ultimate yeah. Fighter, you're pissed at a judge. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. You got Covington, <laughs> you got Covington and Masvidal coming up in a sold out T-Mobile play in Las Vegas. You had a fight night on ESPN Plus. There's always potential streaming shit. There's always platform stuff. There's always deals you have to be a part of, and you're in there at the Ultimate Fighter for a round, telling a judge what the, can't have it. Can't? Have, I love it, man. I ask, have you always been this way, or are you think? <laughs>
7: Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, listen, I've been working since I was since I was 19. I've been in this business, and uh, I love it. I couldn't imagine doing anything else.
0: Imagine if you just fucking, you know what I mean, put these bad boys on one time. You still doing the Oculus? You still fighting
7: and working out? You got fucking fighting. I love the, so I've been working out, but I've been lifting weights. I, I need to get back into the Oculus. I, I love the Oculus. Have, did you try it? Yes, I tried before you, Dane. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. say I was honest before oh, yeah, you. Right. Uh, but I was in the thrill of the
0: fight. It's the best, isn't it? I'm knocking these incredible. dudes out. Oh, and then you're drenched, drenched
7: in sweat afterwards. It's so true, man. You, I, I literally set uh, the hours up in the gym so you can make that part of your cardio workout. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, it's a smart move. I've seen your office, too. You can set up. <laughs> hey, you done good, Dana. You yeah. Good. Go
3: ahead, Tone. Dana, i got to ask you something because it's been bothering me for a while. One of your fucking Fridays, you made a pickle pizza, and you yeah. said, I hate fucking lemon, and then you put lemon on your pizza. Why did you no, do no,
7: that? No. no, no, no. I don't hate lemon. I didn't like the lemon. They, they, they had too much lemon on the pizza. Okay. With the pickles, it was good, but they put too much lemon on the. so the lemon was too strong for the pizza. Hey, fuck it, Friday. You say ten thousand calories or more? Oh man, I we we we, we just did a fucking uh, uh, In-N-Out burger, fried, oh, fried In-N-Out oh, burger. Wow, come on, yeah, it's it's, Bro, it's, that, it, it's
0: watching good, but it's you bad.
7: watching you take a big
0: ass bite into this random. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Actually, actually.
7: You almost choked
3: on that donut. The donut, donut. Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost killed you. I thought we lost it, Dana. You know
7: what I mean? I thought yeah. we lost the Dana. Well, 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 the problem with that one was it had a shitload of peanut butter in it, which immediately dries your mouth up. Oh, and wow. it had gummy worms. You know, any gummy, anything, you've got to chew for 10 minutes before you swallow it. Yeah. I feels like a fucking Friday went wrong there. It feels like <laughs> yeah. that recipe yeah. was made
0: for disaster. What's next for you, Dana? you ever get to think about the future? I know you're sort of dialed into right now, but what about
7: the UFC? Is there any anything else other than just killing it every single week and putting together great cards? Well, I you know once the world starts to every time I say the world get back to normal the world gets crazy. Whoa, do we beat but, COVID? Do you think we we beat yeah, COVID? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we did. Nobody's talking about COVID anymore. <laughs> 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 It'll pop up again. It'll pop up again. But I, I want to go to Africa. I want to do a fight in Africa. That's that's my big. My big, uh, you know, I got to do it before the end of my career. How would that be like? Uh, outside, inside, or re- like? What are you thinking whenever you think about the arena or the setup? I, I don't like outside at all unless you're in a place that, like Abu Dhabi, where it's absolutely positively not going to rain. Um oh, yes. But, but uh, you know, the the rain scares me, and the wind scares me. Any any type of elements outside that could affect the outcome of the fight, I don't like. Well, we appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. I assume we're a
0: part of, uh, you know, being a distraction for your business having success. So we appreciate you stopping by.
7: Thanks for having me, boys. It's
0: hey, hold fun. on, hold on. You're wearing a Tom Brady shirt. He's allegedly potentially getting into investing, like maybe being a minority owner of the Dolphins It's all being floated
7: out. Do you talk business with anybody like
0: him or do you guys it all just like mentorship
7: or anything like that? I talked to him yesterday, but we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about any of that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, we, we only text. So, so I, I, I've sort of left him alone since uh, his retirement, let him spend some time with his family, and I'm sure everybody and their mother's blowing them up. So we talked yesterday, but not about stuff like that.
0: How about like whenever you talk about the Full Send podcast and those guys, how many did they sell? They sell, they sell like $25 million in yep. in like 10 minutes. Or mm-hmm.
1: something. With the metaverse and Ethereum.
0: And I think you were on the Full Send podcast. and A little bit. Yeah, yeah killed, absolutely. And they're talking about maybe you having a fight in the metaverse or anything like that. That's something you have to think about now at this day though, right? Like you have to figure out how you're going to go about doing it all?
7: We're working on it right now. We're actually working
0: on that. Yep. Who's, are you getting in there in the metaverse? You strapping that fucking Oculus on and going in the yeah. warning? Sounds like it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, Dana White. Thank you. very much. Hey, Dana! How's Bitcoin done? Do we know? Uh, I think it's Let's still
1: see. down compared to what it was earlier.
0: well that's the interesting thing but it's uh, up compared to what it was like at 41 thousand so is that like 20 something right whenever the whole world kind of heard about it and then it sure. went all the way up to like 50 60 yeah, 60 mm-hmm. and then it now it came down to 30 everybody's like it's dead it's dead it's dead now it's back up to 40 who knows what's going on out there what is going on
2: with that thing what, what is going on with on?
0: that yeah. thing no one knows what's going on with that thing AJ I don't know I, I mean from what people say it has to go up right well well now it doesn't because it it did come down a couple times. Could down, it yeah.
4: get taken over by, like, you know, another crypto? Yeah. Ethereum or one of those? Well,
0: Ethereum Doge. Ethereum yeah. tried its best. Well, I don't have Doge ever. That dog is cute, and Wonder it is going to the, the moon. But I think that might, be, uh, that might be done. The thought of Ethereum, though, getting in with the metaverse, which is through the uh, Nelk boys with full send, that seems like that's going to be a move. But everybody just assumes Zuck is going to create his own.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, coin. That guy scares me, so let's
4: not buy that one.
0: He does seem to have the most, uh, like, hmm, what's up with that guy? Uh, About a lot of people, yeah. you know. All right. Wow, drinks,
4: he drinks water out of a glass. Very, you know, normal.
1: I can relate. <laughs> he just has barbecue <laughs> sauce sitting on his mantle.
0: Yeah. AJ, what? I love that you just go with such a, such a direct. And I knew exactly what you were speaking of as soon as, mm-hmm. as soon as you're saying it. But that was what you saw. You judge, and you said, "Oh, that guy's not a human."
4: Is that is that what happened? Is I just. No, I actually I mean yeah, seeing that clip you would think that, but I actually just listened to Zuck. He did a podcast with Lex Friedman. I listened to some of it because I wanted I was surprised I hadn't seen Zuck out there really talking. It was a couple hours long. I haven't listened to all of it, but he tries to be a human in it, I think. Well, that's awesome. I can't wait to hear how <laughs> human he is. Well, please... he is. He sounds actually he sounds more human than he looks drinking water. Well, you... <laughs> he was also being questioned obviously. Yeah, right.
0: Interrogated about his entire, you know, world. He is smarter than everybody in the room about what he's talking about. And uh, he's also trying to stay out of jail, probably. I mean, there's a lot. Maybe that's why he drank his water awkwardly. But I mean, as the world continues to go, Zuck is going to be a part of a lot of conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this metaverse thing. Hey, pretty pretty big, huh? Could be huge. I guess I those nook boys made like twenty some million.
3: Awesome.
0: Were they selling NFTs? What were they doing? They're selling passes into their area in the uh, in the metaverse. Yep. Okay.
3: Awesome. That's, awesome. that's pretty cool. It's awesome. Like VIP pass.
4: Yeah. I think so, yeah. like (laughs) it's a Oh, that's like you and Fogle. Fogle tried to get you into the VIP section of that bar. (laughs) All right. Right? You're always wrong with that. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Okay, my bad. Guy Fieri tried to get you in, and Fogle said, no, don't let him. Still wrong. That's
0: interesting. I mean, two very similar situations where we were in VIP areas of clubs and said dudes were in different areas of the VIP area center. You know what I mean? I I had my own area. They have their normally bigger, both of them, bigger area than my area. Then I get invited into their areas. One says, I'll make you famous. The other says, I'm subway guy.
3: Hey, bro, you're pretty gangster.
0: I'll make you famous. He did just put a camera on me immediately. <laughs> Flashlight on.
1: Dance. Dance.
0: This <laughs> is a good song, you know. I gave it to him. You know? <laughs> hey, 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 how's your family, guy? Hey, 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 how about a pow and a pang? That's you right, right. gangster. <laughs> right.
4: Is he the pot? I thought that. Was I don't think that's him Yeah, yeah. It was probably pretty disrespectful what he did.
0: <laughs> probably why the video never nope. made made it out and <clears throat> I never got famous.
1: Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Hell of a party though. Hell of a party. He was he very nice dairy? to us
0: the rest of the way, wasn't he, Nick? I mean, Nick. He was very nice to all of us.
1: Was he? I yeah. Mean, you got a very different definition of nice, I think.
0: Oh, uh, Nick doesn't like Guy Fieri,
4: I, and I don't know. I like. It. I like Guy. Do you know him personally? Yeah, I've been around him a few times, different things. Like him. Super nice guy, always. very. Always wants to cook and have you try the food that he's been making and different oh, things. Yeah, Sounds nice like a guy. good guy. A guy. This is my type of guy, guy. Just trying to feed people and make people happy, Nick. Hey, he wasn't doing it that night. He was yeah, feeding that, us a bunch right. of bullshit.
0: Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> now granted, I mean, it did seem like true. Bodhi was uh, giving us a little bit of bullshit, but he was at a party having his own good time. Yeah,
1: good He worked on. for the guy. Handing out donkey sauce. I think yeah. he is doing a uh, restaurant, two-floor. Like half of it's a sports book, so guy is here in Indy. Uh, I think it is in Nevada or oh. in Arizona. I forget which one. Let's go to
0: the phones.
4: That's gangster, dude. So gangster. It is gangster. <laughs> you actually yes, know sir. him? Yeah, like in, uh, it's been years ago, but yeah, a couple different events where I've been at. He's been there and got to interact with him. I will say his guy's garage around here mm-hmm. where he sells just oh, yeah, yeah. all of the
0: fried food he found yeah. from Triple D oh, on yeah. in one app on DoorDash.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh really? Delicious. Yeah, it's very very good. I'm uh, sure he's a nice guy if you're already famous like winning a Super Bowl AJ Hawk uh, it doesn't have to make you famous. No, nah, uh, but he was having
0: a night. Uh, it's the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Tell him
4: please. Come About the on. Kentucky Derby. Come on, dude. lay off him Nick.
0: Thank you, AJ. That sounded very stern right yeah. there. Wow. Sounded <laughs> no, very me. stern right there. You sounded like you genuinely meant that. Guy Fieri doesn't deserve this. Let's get some sports stuff. Uh, Giants are not expected to pick up Dan Jones' fifth year option. Oh, oh. Wow. Going into his fourth year, fourth different head coach and offensive system and everything like that. Is Dan Jones the guy for the future for the New York football Giants? They say, well, hey, let's find out. Right? Let's see if Dable likes the guy. I mean, all accounts seem like he'll be able to make the same type of offense happen that he had with Josh Allen, although Josh Allen is now the gold standard, I think, of what people are going to look for. Six-foot-six, very athletic, very smart, gets along with everybody on his team and works his ass off every single offseason to get better. Okay, let's get Josh Allen if we can. Maybe Debo sees a lot of similarities in Daniel Dimes, but he said we're going to find out after at least one year here. We're going to We're going to take the tractor another round here before we decide to take it another round. You know what I mean, A.J.?
7: It has
4: to be kind of awkward, though, if you're the starting quarterback and they drafted you. I know this coach didn't draft him, but the front office did, and they don't pick up your option. Like mm,
1: this
4: They're trying of. to say, hey, prove it to me. Prove that you can do this? What is it? This? this front office, I don't think drafted no.
1: him. Joe Shane.
2: New GM. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, yeah. new. Okay, yeah, like, new regime. You're right. Either way, all right. Then that makes it a little easier for Daniel Jones to be like, okay, these guys have not seen me up close and personal. I need to prove it to them. Maybe it adds a little chip to his shoulder as well. And also Danny Dimes needs to know he's potentially fucked. Yeah. It's like naturally because yeah.
0: a different regime and a different coach drafted you. Like that's business, you know? Whenever because the Colts- he has to light it up. Yeah, he does. And this is such a different situation because I'm not the quarterback. But when the Colts' new regime came in, it was on my contract year. Great. <laughs> By the way, that's very, that's very, very good. They did not necessarily love what I was about. I don't think my Twitter account, anything about me basically. And I was told like, hey, you're going to learn how to directional punt uh, cause we already have five other guys that are going to learn how to do that. And, uh, we're okay moving on. We did not draft you or whatever. It's like, all right, That was my first day meeting. Like, yeah. you know, special teams coordinator I was like, this is great. I'm happy to be here, man. I'm fucking pumps. And then I had to learn how to direct pun is ultimately good for my career. But those are the types of things like, Hey, they want to see if you can adjust to their system. Why would they invest long term? I understand, you know, business, it makes sense in business. It makes sense.
4: AJ. Yeah. They want to have, obviously they want success, but. It- it gives, it makes them look even better if they have success with people they brought in yeah, that weren't already there when they got there. Much better.
0: Oh, my God. These are my guys. Well, so they remember what they were, and then we brought this entire thing. If you're looking strictly just to build your own ego and not a good team, you know? Go ahead.
1: Well, and this will be his third head coach in four years. Like, not picking up the option, does that help him as, like, a Trade value, but just because they have like the two top 10 picks in this year's draft, still a few quarterbacks who might be on the move. Like if it was him, Saquon, too, first, and for like Russell Wilson, maybe next year's first, too. Is that, is that appealing at all with Dan Jones or no? Met Saquon right at Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Right. Sounds like he's all the way back, right? Oh, yeah. He's ready to be all the way back, but who knows what's going to happen? who did we talk to that said when they got injured, they had to fix Edge? Edger and James said that once he got injured, he had to like figure out the game. He said, because naturally he was just fucking killed. By the way, I think he got like rookie. Th- I-, I think oh, Edge yeah. had a lot of success yeah, 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 early. Oh, he yeah. Came in, that. won rookie oh, yeah. of the year, did his whole thing. Then he tore his ACL and he's like, oh, I had to learn like what everybody was doing. I feel like that's where Saquon is, right? So that's what it felt like when I was talking, when we were talking to Saquon. Now, Edge was able to apply it and become Hall of Famer and. It's all nice to know that, but I think he's at least acknowledging, like, "Hey, I'm a different player now than I was." Even though he's still young, if Saquon can still go and Danny Dimes is there and a couple picks, maybe that will be something that Schneider over there in Seattle says, "Yeah, why not?" Yeah. Now, granted, Seahawks fans are not going to be happy to hear that. No. I don't want to think. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I'm just telling you what everybody yeah, fucking talks about have have all the be time. Be it's possible. possible. Sounds like it, that is gonna happen. Ooh. Sounds like that's gonna be possible. Gonna be feasible. Carl Wentz is gonna be on a move allegedly. Maybe. Yep. Going to Pittsburgh. Nope. Yeah.
3: Feels definitely. No, Done was, deal pretty there much. There was a report today that Did he taking number uh, seven? They're targeting uh Jameis and uh, Trubisky.
0: Really? Mitch. Let's go to last chance cues, shall we? Last Ooh. chance cues. Right, let's go around here. Shout out to Dirty for the incredible graphic. Shout out J B. Shout out to JB <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who's on last chance. University, but he did not create the uh, the series. But no. he was the best part of the entire series. Yeah, the series
1: what it is. I oh, think Buddy Stevens. I, Buddy Stevens. Yeah, Buddy started. <laughs> to be clear, never saw Buddy
0: Stevens, only <laughs> saw <laughs> JB. Only saw four episodes in which JB was a part of. Yep. That is all i seen. But I do understand that it's a last chance Q's here. Jimmy G on the move or not. Yeah. Shefty says maybe, maybe not. Marcus Mariota, free agent. How you doing? Keep it moving. Maybe he ends up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tyrod Taylor, also a free agent. Then you talk about Teddy Bridgewater, also a free agent. Mitchell Trubisky, free agent. Jacoby Brissett, free agent. Cam Newton, who knows what he's playing. It sounded like he was alluding to retirement. He's a free agent. Drew Locke, you assume, is on the move potentially if they don't want him as a quarterback. Maybe he's in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Sam Darnold, they picked up his fifth year. Seems like they're moving on. Gardner Minshew still wants to play. Saw him and Flint talk about it. There's a lot of players at the quarterback position who might benefit greatly from this quarterback drought coming out of this draft class, allegedly. And these are all guys I think that teams are, you know, might end up settling on and being like, yeah, let's fucking kick the tires and go another round here. Couldn't we see Marcus Mariota become a starter again? Yes. I thought he was going to get traded to be a starter to the Colts, I thought. Yeah. I thought he was potentially coming to the Colts to be a starter after that Las Vegas Raiders Thursday night football game, the one that uh, Derek Carr Hart- tore his groin out of his body, sniped, <laughs> and then came back the next time. Mariota made some plays. I think people are going to be interested in him. Jameis Winston as well. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're a team that needs a quarterback, which is a lot of teams right now, and by the way, a lot of teams means any quarterback or any team that didn't make the Super Bowl. It feels like that is kind of what the conversation If they didn't go deep into the playoffs and they didn't pay their guy, let's assume they're maybe moving on for the next quarterback. Jameis Winston might be guys guy he's running again. First yeah. time since October. He's running on the treadmill. I think they have a lot of weight off of him while he's running. It seems like he is running probably like 50% weight or whatever. He's doing drills. Maybe Jimmy comes in there and wins the spot. How about Trubisky after getting out of Nagy's yeah. umbrella? Maybe he gets in there
2: and wins some games. What about Jimmy G? Like they said basically, I mean, we talked about it earlier, that he basically said goodbye to San Francisco, but then they said they are not they might not get rid of him. Like, do you think that there's a good chance that one of these guys towards the bottom, they're like Bridgewater or something, will go and back up Trey Lance? Or like, it, what, are they going to bring in any of these guys if Jimmy G's not there?
0: Man, I have no idea what they're going to do in San Francisco. What do you think they're going to do in San Francisco? He was gone then. Uh, Schefter, who's pretty plugged in, right? In most places we assume goes. I'm not 100 sure he's gone. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. Is that because they didn't know what was out there whenever they initially said it was over, and he gave his goodbye speech? I just wonder about a lot of that. That was a big time play before the draft for us to be asking that question right now. Mm-hmm. I think AJ.
4: Well, Jimmy, if they're not sure if Jimmy's going to be gone or not, is that just is that strictly because they're not sure on Trey Lance and what they have in him, and he may need some more time?
1: That's yep. what Schefter said. Yeah, yeah Schefter basically said that, yeah.
0: But
4: didn't they know that two weeks
0: beforehand when Jimmy G was doing all his goodbyes and everything like that? He was, it's been fun, guys. And then there was an entire, like, we have agreed with Jimmy on finding a proper trading home and everything like that. And if
2: their plan was to get rid of him after last year, like they mentioned right after the draft, like what? then why would you get a guy who potentially isn't going to be ready for three years?
0: By the way, Jimmy G is beloved. Jimmy G is beloved by his teammates wherever he goes, and he'll handle this with dignity because how's your family?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Can I ask you, besides Jimmy G, because he's been to a Super Bowl and he's he's led his team and stuff like that, which guy on that list, like, if the Colts do move on from Wentz and you can't get Aaron and you can't get Russ and whatever, is there a guy on that list that you would be, like, most excited about as a fan?
0: Marietta, I think. <laughs> really? I think so. He said no Jimmy G, right? Yeah. yeah. hmm I think Mariota I'd be most pumped about because he can run. Yeah. We got Jonathan Taylor back there. All right, we got an offensive line here. We get a quarterback that, you know, runs and doesn't kill himself. That'd be great. Yeah. But I think we also need a weapon, too. A lot of people talking about free agency stuff, and I saw Orlovsky put out his top five <laughs> moves that he would like to see made before uh, the NFL season. Godwin do Green, Green Bay, Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. is what he would like to see. The Colts need some weapons as well. There's Obviously, everybody focuses on the quarterbacks. There's a lot of vets that are up. A lot of them coming out of Tampa, obviously. But there's a lot of vets out there. Devontae Adams, who knows what's going to happen mm-hmm. there. Everybody's thinking it's franchise tag. J.C. Jackson, that's becoming a lot of noise. Oh, yeah. A lot of people talking about him wanting money up there with Jalen and them. He's probably going to get franchise tagged is what everybody thinks. 100%. 100% going to get there. Jesse Bates third playmaker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hey. Playmaker. Yeah. Ball hawk. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to want him. Armstead, Mike Williams, Jensen, Godwin. Well, everybody's going to want Godwin. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah I, everybody's going to want Godwin. Off the ACL, does that, like, will he go cheaper? Or That's
0: interesting. I, I don't know. I was thinking about that as well. Because being injured, especially with something that serious, normally people would shy away. But I
4: think Godwin is, like, pretty, pretty,
0: pretty highly respected by everybody in the NFL, AJ.
4: Absolutely. He, he seems to be one of those guys projected contract at four years seventy million dollars. You gotta have some space if you want to bring him in.
0: Yeah, but you know how that shit go.
4: Back in yeah. you know yeah. Chandler Jones, that's a big one out there too.
0: Chandler Jones is huge. Remember he had a beef with um the Arizona Cardinals last off season. And then Before, he just, yeah
4: during camp, didn't he? You yeah. know Did he have one of those sit ins for a little bit? I think he didn't show ah I don't know.
0: That's what those binoculars are dirty, put up on the top there and try to look into that whole thing. I, I don't know. if he. I think, I don't think know. he had
1: to sit-in. He was still out of practice when the whole thing was going on. Man, that's an interesting Love situation good mm-hmm. good
0: Well, the new CBA, it has to happen. Von Miller, he's up. Oof. Oh, man.
4: Bring him back to the Rams. Aaron Stephon Donald.
0: Gilmore, Allen Robinson, Aaron Donald. When he was drunk, he said he's coming back. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's He could do that if he wanted to. Feels like he just... He's so good at football. Von Miller had to help out so much to Aaron Donald as well. Mm -hmm. And that entire uh, Floyd, Lloyd, Floyd, Floyd, Floyd that whole defense. If they can somehow bring everybody back like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were able to do and not have a situation where somebody ends up retiring at the end of that, the Rams. And yet that NFC, well, it's just them staring down Green Bay. Inevitably, it seems like
2: kind of. Yeah, depending
0: upon what Aaron says.
2: True. Right. True. And also, if like if Jimmy G, like the 49ers have kind of been in the conversation too, but if Jimmy G leaves, like, I mean, their roster is good, but I don't think you, you're you as confident in them, especially in that division, as you would be the Rams. Yeah, the
0: NFC West is tough, and what's yeah. going on with Kyler Murray? Right. I mean, who knows what's going on with Kyler? That's wild. Seattle,
1: that's, too. That's wild. Because like, Seattle could easily come back next year and have 12 wins just because of how good Russell Wilson is. And if he doesn't get hurt. And if he's on the team. And mm-hmm. if he's on the team. They have cap space. I mean, Saquon, Danny Dimes out okay. there.
4: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Saquon did bad. say, remember though? Saquon said when he was out there with us at the Super Bowl that – They lost a lot of like a lot of games they could have won like very close games. He said we're not. I know it doesn't sound like, but we are. We're a lot closer than people think.
0: And he started talking about the roster, about all the players that are very good. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, I like what he's saying. That's what a good teammate would say, but. As somebody that hasn't paid close enough attention to the Giants cuz the Giants fucking stink, <laughs> I can't I can't
1: verify if that's right or not. Well, and by all accounts, Daboll, you know, is an unbelievable coach and when AJ said that it just reminded me when they went off sides against the Commanders last season on the last play in that field goal. So I guess there were a few games that they should have won that they didn't. We
7: are Commanders.
2: I don't
1: want to go
3: against Saquon and what he said on the show cuz he's a good guy. But they they lost their last games by 11, 16, 15, 14, 26, and 15. Yeah, but
0: there's a couple of plays. You know? yeah, they're running QB those those yeah. There's a couple plays. Ball bounces yeah. your way once or twice. big. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> How about this though? This has the 49ers right
0: now at the four spot. Does that mean Jimmy G stays? They that, that would assume. Yeah, that was because I don't think
7: that was always that way, was it? I think they're
0: preparing. Right, they have to prepare. As this was like last year, whenever they were trying to odds the Packers and Bronco. if he was coming back or not oh, yeah. in Broncos. Mm-hmm. Like the sports books are just trying to save their asses. It feels like not. Niners at plus 13. Niners, incredible. That locker room, that roster. I mean, I, it's just top of my head. You think, oh, George Kittle's on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Debo Samuel's on that team.
2: Yep. That Elijah defense Mitchell.
0: is fucking stacked. Trent Williams. Trent Williams, Trent Williams. Trent Williams is pulling in yeah. motion. He's going in motion. That team is stacked. Whoever gets to play quarterback there is in a great spot. The Indianapolis Colts got to plus 2,600. All right. Wow. Look at that.
1: They should keep Carl. Get him around. They should. That's
0: you the think they should
4: be topic. up that high, Pat? Up <laughs> that high? What are you even well, talking about? I mean, Colts, about? Cardinals, like, Patriots have – what are you even talking about, dude? Odds than the Cardinals,
0: win it. Cardinals fucking have the same agent for their quarterback and their head coach, and uh, the agent just said, eh, pay us $250 million. <laughs> okay, they got problems over there. The fact that we're that close with the Cardinals, I'm not thrilled about, all right? I'm not thrilled yeah. about that at all. Patriots, no bull. Mac Jones what one year. Oh, geez. Um, on. One year. You know. We got seven pro bowlers. None of those asterisks.
1: Pro bowlers either, Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know you don't have the most important position on the field, which is quarterback. Unfortunately, well, you guys
0: want to trade Mac Jones, Carson Wentz, well, straight up. I Ooh. wouldn't trade
1: Mac Jones for anything. Aww. Anything. Huh? that's right.
0: What happens when Mac Jones' is agent puts out a letter?
1: Yeah, he wouldn't do that. He's a blue collar guy. He would never. Uh, oh, Kyler Murray's like not blue collar. You don't well, think it doesn't, he would it? Like that. it doesn't sound like no, it? Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't plays video games. Yeah, but he's always good at everything. Face clan. Face. Also, check this out. I saw this the other day. That's their thing. Oh, it makes an F. This is their thing. I thought this was their thing. I, who, who lied to me? I saw them doing photos like this. Doing oh, this? That's, urban that's, not oh, that's cool. I, mine like cooler, like right? I don't think that one looks like
4: an F. that. That looks cool. more like an F there, too. Oh, I'm, just telling Capital. You. Just Capital. I'm just telling you what they're Which doing.
0: One? I think this is actually silent. We didn't. I love you and then F. What's going on, dude? Yours looks like an F. Mine? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just right like right there. Face clean. You're saying they're doing that right there? Yeah, I saw it in a photo when they were doing that seven on seven with Brett Favre and Mike Vick.
0: Wow,
1: it's crazy. See, dude. I don't know. So he is he is on salary game. from Phase Clan?
0: Yeah, everybody you get fucking signing bonuses. Him,
4: Bronny,
1: Ben Simmons. Ben, ben Simmons is on Phase Clan. Man? I think so. Can I join? How
4: do I get on the team? You got to be fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> at, at what game?
1: Any of any of you that. don't just get handouts okay. on Phase Clan, You're not dude. Good at games. What do you
0: even know? By the way, I think we're building like an esports team back at the high school. Ooh, oh, In nice. high school. I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited for that. I think Plum. You know the body types in Plum mm-hmm. and the humans in Plum. I think there is a good chance what? What
4: are we'll, you saying? There I
0: mean, ain't there ain't no left tackles coming out of Plum. You know what I mean? There ain't mm-hmm. no. Sure. I don't. Our basketball team is crafty, but I think as soon as it was to get to like, a, <laughs> you know, high level, they're going to get great dunked, fundamentals dunked and yeah. swatted on. Sure. Yeah. But I think esports is a place where really. Like, I think back to my brother and his, they were fucking very good. If they actually had a chance to, like, focus on that, it's like, maybe they are. You know, especially in the video game world that we're at.
1: Yeah, plus Pittsburgh's been looking for an esports team for a while. They
0: got one. The Knights (laughs) actually fucking look into it. Oh, the Knights. Yeah, pal, I've already looked into the entire thing. It's not Faze Clan yet. It's not Faze Clan yet. But the Knights are in town. Wait till you see the plum Mustangs on the sticks, cuz. Oh. (laughs) I think they're also getting computers from the bill that I saw.
1: Really? Some
0: Those are not cheap. Hey, really you don't cut corners whenever it's potential futures hey, on the line you know that's what it's all that's, about
4: that's what they say aj anything to say to the Sirius xm listeners before we get out of here before tomorrow uh monday mad dog will have a lot of juice and i think you guys should really enjoy listening to him. that was great aj see you all in 21 hours